Ladies and gentlemen, may I present for your intellectual and philosophical pleasure Run Fest on Raw Dog Radar. Comedy Hits Channel 99 Bodies. It's the Ron Flea Show on a Thursday. And that only means one thing Thursday night football tonight. Can't wait. What is the big game? It is Bengals Browns. Wait, the 80s girl bands is playing the Browns? They'll crush them. This is the Battle of Ohio, Chris. Ohio. Everybody cares. Who are you picking? Give me Brian Hoyer and those badass Cleveland Browns. I'm wondering if one of the Highlanders are involved in this tonight. I'd stay away from this. Um, well, they're going to have to take the Browns because they both took the Bengals last week. Good call. Good I'm, call. I'm breaking it down. Chris Stankley is out there working Thanks. angles. like that. It is the Ron and Fez Show. We are in the middle of the New York uh, Comedy Festival, which has just got us bonanas. A couple of folks stopping in today. Well, I don't want to give out who's coming in later on, but uh, Dave Smith and Mike Racine are going to be stopping in. There's a piece up on Mike Racine. On the interrobang.com, the interrobang.com, talking about all the fun things that Mike Racine does with his life. It's the world of Mike Racine. Where he goes, what he does, what he's thinking, his hopes, his dreams, his largest fears, what he'd order as an appetizer, what he's absolutely allergic to, what girl would be the, the next Mrs. Racine. Oh, I can't wait to find out. Racine, 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 Jolene. I hope his apps are uh, potato skins. You know what's odd? I call the things they put on my phone apps. It's the same thing, yeah. On my smartphone. Apps on phones, apps in your mouth. I've got a smartphone. Uh, My phone's name is Siri, and it's been watching me. Uh, my battery now can keep my phone on for up to 30 seconds at a time. Wow. Yeah. How did you get that jacked up? Yeah. Well, you know, it's the future. You know what I mean? It's the fucking 90s. <laughs> so everything's going to start happening now. Your Apple has the Siri and the Samsung phones have Galaxy. So you say, hey, Galaxy, give me some information. But it's terrible. It just Googles it for you. That's <sighs> yeah, all it is. I don't is. like that. I like somebody to talk to you. Yeah. Like in that movie, Her. 
I'm like, I can't go out. My phone wants to watch a movie with me tonight. It never stops this fucking phone. Phony. You know what my phone said to me the other night? What's that? Don't turn me off. Don't. I want to be on like everyone else. You keep giving me shit phone. I'm going to turn your ass off. Yeah, a lot of stuff's happening in the New York um, Comedy Festival. And quite frankly, they're running us ragged. But this Saturday um, at Caroline's Comedy Club, I will be judging these young people that we've had here in this week. And I will judge them harshly. Good. I'm glad. Because it, it shouldn't come easy to them, you know? It's all come easy. <coughs> Who did that song, Fizz? Oh, I have no idea. This is why I'm I glad... I think it's you. I think you just wrote it right there on the spot. I'm glad that you're in radio. Because it makes sense. Because you're a radio expert. Is there anything you think you're an expert in, Fizz? I would say professional wrestling. How come you never bring it up on the show? Maybe we can get around to talking about it today with the kids that are coming in here. Uh, Mr. Dave Smith, Mr. Mike Racine. If you see a place for wrestling, Fez. Okay. Leap in. <clears throat> like bring up lumberjack matches if you can. or Old school. Yeah. Or just say to yourself, uh, oh, you know who was a good uh, champion was that Vero San Martino. He is a champion for 32 straight years. There's that song I just cut a couple minutes ago, Fez. I hope you like it. It don't come easy. I'll give you a hint, Fez. He was in the Beatles, and he's a drummer. All right. One in four shot. Uh, George. You really don't know who the drummer in the Beatles is? I don't know who did what. Why? Why are you angry today? Oh, why I didn't know Gra I was angry. Why is Grandma angry? Why would you say about the Beatles, I don't know who did what? There's only four. And quite frankly, sir, I wish you'd stop bringing me into this conversation. I don't need it. How can you hate the Beatles? I have my own life. I run a small brewery in Brooklyn. Nice. I call it hipster beer, and I hope to expand to hipster pretzels and hipster beer nuts. It's becoming an empire. <clears throat> yeah, an inland empire. An empire that will not touch the shores of these great oceans. What are you doing with your hands over there, Buzz? <laughs> Knotting them up like the elephant men? Yeah, just rub it on him. You're not going to bleed in front of these people like you did yesterday, did you? I got them to bleed yesterday. Oh, and you know why? Why? If it bleeds, it leads. <laughs> you know what I mean? If it bleeds, Steve leads has always been my motto. But red turns to green in this business. That's right. Let's make that money. That's what we're about. Chris, did you have any of the... Uh, did you have any breakfast this morning? No, I did not. I missed the days when you and... and uh, Fez would have breakfast together. Uh, you know, it was a wonderful time when the breakfast times. Can I ask you and Fez a question without either one of you guys getting mad? Yeah, go right ahead. Have you fucked? Because there's rumors. Who the f 
fuck is telling us people Sometimes that- I come into this room and it smells like ass and cum. Well, it ain't my cum, okay? Is it your ass? Neither. Okay. Neither my ass. Hey, you can't arm me for uh, asking, right? We're not making You can't love. be offended by that. We are not doing that. Uh, a little later on in the story, uh, in the story, I call this a story, kids. I'm telling you a story, a story called radio. Don't ask me about the Beatles. I'd stay away from this house. Uh, but we'll get to the Artie Lang story or the. Is it an overreaction in your opinion, Chris? Or it's an overreaction. I just wish everybody would get off Twitter. Just chill out. Everyone just feels the need to just be on social media constantly. You know what we had in my day instead of social media? What's that? We had an apple tree where we'd go and we'd get fresh apples. Would you carve stuff into it, like his messages to people? Yeah. Or sometimes we'd have glasses of lemonade and play horseshoes. Wow. Seems nice. Simpler. And we'd wear straw hats. And we'd go out on our ponies. We'd ride around town on our ponies. And if we'd see young ladies... In their finest Sunday wear, we'd come up behind them and masturbate on the back of their dress. Oh, my God. That's what we did back in my day. <laughs> Sounds like sexual assault. Yeah. You want to know what it was like when I was a kid? Listen yeah. to a song called Strange Fruit oh my. by Billie Holiday. Oh, my God. Things have changed. Dude, That's like going to be my character, the <laughs> guy who's not happy with today. <laughs> While you kids are running around on Instagram, we used to bayonet Germans in the throat. We didn't have time for your bullshit. Please turn off Strange Fruit. You just it's like it's like a constant attack of things today. <laughs> We're getting ready for a couple of young fellas to stop in here. A couple of young bucks. A couple of young go getters. A couple of up and comers. A couple of kids that are tired of sitting on the pine and wanting to get in that big game. A couple of gunslingers. Yeah, that's right. Couple of job molesters are stepping in here. <laughs> Two escaped felons are about to yeah. walk into the studio. Bloody. <laughs> One of them was in the Beatles. You know the Beatles fest? <laughs> I don't know the Beatles. In my day, a beetle was a bug. <laughs> Not some goddamn long hair from Liverpool coming over there banging on a banjo. Let's get him. Let's run them out of this town. We ought to beat the English until they're dead. Turn that place into a goddamn parking lot. Okay, you say what? that place. It's their country, Chris. Well, if somebody come here to America and turned us into a parking lot? I, would I don't think you'd love it very much, would you? I guess it'd have to be Russia to do that, right? They have enough nukes. Really? We're afraid of Russia now? Oh, as you see those dash cam videos, they're all insane. Okay, I'm going to turn you on to a little movie called To Russia With Love. I'm not afraid of those fuckers, those red commie bastards. The new breed. All right, well, you got to get out of this weird, silly mood that we're in because we've got a couple of uh, comedians coming in. They're very funny comedians, and they're doing a comedia for everybody as part of the New York Comedia Festival. It's exciting. It, yeah, it is exciting. Okay. It's an empire right now, but an inland empire. Because you haven't heard talk to us since I made fun of you for yelling at us, right? Right, yeah. Right, yeah. Okay. What's the opposite of give and take? Just take and put in your pocket? Suck and blow. 
You'd love that, wouldn't you? <laughs> You'd love if this was the fucking suck and blow show. No, I wouldn't. I'm telling you, me and Fez have not had sex. No one even brought that up. You're fucking strange. You're strange floor. fruit. <laughs> like Back in my day, we teach you a lesson. <laughs> Fez, you going to be nice to these young guys today? Yes, I will. I'll be very nice to Dave Smith and Mike Racine. Thank you. You should pull a gun on them. Yeah, you got to think of some way of weirding them out. <laughs> Why don't you just start fucking scraping your ball cheese and chucking them at them? Well, I believe they're ready yeah, they to are. do our program. Uh-huh. They're good to go. They're locked and loaded. The 2014 New York Comedy Festival. Dave Smith and Mike Racine are in studio with us, looking to gain the crown of New York's funniest. Is it a crown or a scepter? Check right now before we do this. By the way, Mike Racine, one of the great show business names I've ever heard in my life. Oh, yeah, thanks. If I was to make up a name, it would probably be Mike Racine. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. I appreciate it. Where are you from, Mike? Uh, Jersey. See, the thing is, you just, if you were from Wisconsin, yeah, was R Racine, Wisconsin, is that was the street that uh, Sean Connery lived on in The Untouchables. That's right. Yeah. Now Racine is the Newark. I always considered it the Newark of Wisconsin. Uh, when I was out there in the carnival, it was the only place where I saw the locals <laughs> take over and attack the carnival and start stealing stuff. Oh, nice. Local teens, if you know what I'm talking about. That's the code word I'm using here today. <laughs> Dave, how's everything going with you? Have you managed to get me on that podcast I, over at the Creek and Can I tell you that I, I literally, the, the, the day after I, I was on the show, I talked to Jay, and he swore up and down that you're not serious. He goes, no, that's I'm 100% serious. Humor. I told him, I was like, no, 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 he's not joking, he's serious. And yes, Lewis is going to email you uh, this nice weekend and, and give you some dates and see if any of them uh, work. I would love wait. it. One stop into Queens on the 7 train. So. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have my man, you know, I'm going to do the Uber car. So we're going to be totally honest now. Everything is Uber car for me. Yeah. Chris, Uber car in? Oh, I got the Uber app. Come on. I, I, I give them everyone one star, though, no matter how good they are. I jumped in a car with a guy the other day. Never met him before. I said, take me to Brooklyn. He started stabbing me in the arm. That's why I'm like, this is so much more exciting than a cab. You know, he has something to do. They just did a South Park thing where Timmy has like a, his own car service. It's called yeah. Candy Car. Oh. And it's like putting all the cabs out of business because <laughs> he's just like a little retarded kid, you know, in his wheelchair. Driving oh. people around. <laughs> Now, Chris. Yeah, you use the Uber app. Yeah, I've used it before. It's it's dodgy. It's dodgy at best because the guys driving the Uber cars they see the billboards and the billboards say make ninety thousand dollars a year being a cabbie. That's good money. Yeah, it's not true though. They're oh, lying. Okay. <laughs> They're lies. I also found out you might like this. Some of the guys will blow you if you give them extra money. Yeah. They will. See, I expect to get in the back of an Uber car, see the doors lock, and then I'm being carted off to my death. I think the, that your picture of the car is being nicer than it actually is. I, I saw a guy pick me up in an old Pinto. It was like a 1971 Pinto. That works. I, I didn't even know that these were out there anymore. Yeah, if they lock that door, you could probably just unlock that door and then walk out. That's but, you point. know, like I said, with the right money, you can get an Uber uh, guy to blow you. But also with the right money, you can get a pilot to blow you. I mean, there is a, <laughs> there's a certain figure that the pilot will say, all right. 
I'll do it. It's now that you come up with it. And let you sit up in the cockpit. Oh, bonus. Yeah, it is. It's nice just to look out in the space while you're being blown by a guy wearing a uniform. Well, I guess he's not going to do it back in coach. You know, Fez, let's not make the, the 99 percenters feel bad about themselves. All right, now, do you guys realize this contest that you're doing? And by the way, when's the last time you've been in a contest against each other? Like three months ago. Okay, yeah. so, so long. It's they happened do a lot before. It's Fight Club. March Madness. Yeah, now... The winner gets $600,000, which is, you know, a life-changing amount of money. Pretty big. $600,000 yeah. is good cash. Do you guys, who do you think is the guy to beat? Um, I mean, probably Lisa Traeger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, a, you said probably, guy to beat, but there's two well, women in the, um, yeah. in the contest. Well, Joe List has been doing comedy since, like, 1977, so right. that guy's a fucking pro. He's probably, but in all seriousness, List yeah. probably to me is the guy to beat. He's, that, he's like, one of the strongest comics in the city. Is also, money? Adam Newman will probably win because he's very, like, uh, likable and, right. you know, he's like a crowd pleaser. Not me and this guy. No one likes us. No one likes us. I, you know, I'm a judge in this. Yeah. I'm one of the judges, and I believe I have almost 20% of the final vote. Okay. But I, what I want to do is stop, you know, even stop your set and go like, Dave, I like where you were going with that. <laughs> um, here's some things I would have tried. You know, like, you had me at first. You know, because I always think it's good to tell people in public how they should change their lives. That's why I like those kind of shows. Like, I'm not taking you aside and tell you something. In front of the audience, mm -hmm. I'm telling you my problem with you. I always get the biggest kick. The fucking ego that it would take. There, there really isn't that much honesty in this business. You know, everybody's yeah. kind of like just very nice to you, and you don't hear. That's um, what you need. You don't you hear what's someone. wrong with your act that, that often. You know so why? I would, I would love it. Because kind of... people don't know. Yeah. People don't know. I own the comedy club. I was talking about this the other day. I saw some fucking guys. They were terrible. They come back, they go, What do you think? I go, I don't know. You got keep coming on the open Monday nights. That guy would start and get strong, and some of these guys have had real careers. Sure. Someone's got serious fucking careers, and if I had to bet money at the time, I said, this guy should quit. But, mm. you know, that's why you don't tell people to quit, because you don't know. Once they find one thing, it's not singing. You know what I mean? Like, when you're singing, you're like, you're born with a certain God-given talent. But most comedians, after they do it for a while, they completely are a different personality than who they were when they first got up. Mm. Definitely, and sometimes a really funny guy will start comedy and kind of try to do a thing that isn't funny, yeah. and then it takes a certain amount of time to kind of drop that right. and get in touch with what he really was, or she really was. Right, when, once but they get out. He, we yeah. all know what I meant. <laughs> After they stop Let's calling, yeah, you know, trying to come up with catchphrases, calling themselves the action dude. Uh, <laughs> that's why I'm the action dude. You know, you're like, you're into this for a long time, you're fucking yourself up. Actually, a friend of mine just moved to Milwaukee, and he does comedy out there, and I yeah. was like, how's the scene? And he was like, well, a lot of the comics have little or mister in front of their names. <laughs> <laughs> that's always that's smart yeah that's a smart idea so the people will remember you you liking the headphones i like them yeah yeah good um chris stanley yeah what are all the events going on tonight thursday night tonight's thursday night as you know uh that thing that happened last night on tv was so crazy none of, none of us could believe it Amazing. but <laughs> right yeah Unbelievable. I'm headlining a show at uh, Stand Up New York tonight. Sweet. Yeah. 
Uh, eight o'clock. Uh, I'm doing an hour. Uh, so it should be fun if you want to come out. I'm going to come out to that. Okay. So I can see an hour of your material before. <laughs> I see. Now, let me tell you, that's the thing. Yeah. Of why I wouldn't judge somebody that, that can do an hour. How do I know? Right. How do I know? Well, you pick your best stuff and you put it in that ten minutes. But I'm saying uh, uh, anybody who can do an hour to me, that's fucking fearless shit. You know. Uh, what else is happening, Chris? Uh, the Ari Shafir show. This is not happening. Jim Norton will be there. Bridget Everett, Mike Lawrence, and Mark Norman. And that's happening at the Village Underground. That's at eight o'clock Thursday night. Man, I really like that room. There's yeah. something about the way that room looks. It's great. That reminds me of the way comedy is supposed to look. Where's the Village Underground? That's around the corner. That's the new cellar. The oh, the yeah, like yeah, comedy yeah. cellar at the Village Underground around oh. the corner. I think Noam agrees with you on that. I'm no sorry to no one thinks that's yeah. like the perfect look that uh, that room. I don't know what it is about it, but I'm like that's the room that I think Lenny Bruce would have walked into. You know what I mean? And when I first heard it, I thought it was going to be a cellar under the cellar. I thought there was going to be like a, almost like a tomb, like a sub basement. Yeah. It's crazy how many room. clubs like just get it wrong though, you know? Yes. The conditions are so bad. The lights are too bright or the ceiling's too high or right. or something. It doesn't take a lot to create a uh, good show environment. And yet, like you said, one thing can throw it off. Just one little thing can make it like, boy, this seems weird. This seems like an odd place. And too many, too many of the new clubs think it's about fancy. Like that was the folly of that uh, that comics place comics, that yeah. closed down. And, yeah, and these clubs come out like it's got to be like this forty forty club with like beautiful everything. It's like you right. could have sawdust on the floor. That doesn't matter. Like that's not what it's about. It's a matter of like like the comedy cellar isn't particularly fancy or anything. It's just the best club. It doesn't you know it, it, right. it doesn't it doesn't need to be upscale. It needs to be a good room for jokes. Right. That comics place was a really odd feel where you felt like. Um, you felt like you were on a cruise ship almost. Yeah, it felt like, are we out at sea or are we in <laughs> Manhattan? Phyllis Diller said something about a blue room that's bad for comedy. I know. I've never heard like, this. I love the idea. Yeah. If the room is blue, yeah, it's bad for comedy. Yeah. Hmm. She said it in that documentary. She said, uh, "Don't perform in a blue room." And then she died. Yeah. <laughs> what does she know? That stupid, that is, stupid dead whore. Is, no, is she still alive or is she No, dead? she died like a couple years ago. Uh, I feel bad about that. I should have got her something. She said, never perform in a blue room and I'm going to live forever. <laughs> Those were her true statements. Never perform. I'm going to live to see saying? 2015. <laughs> she had Alzheimer's by the time she said it. <laughs> <laughs> at 9 o'clock, there's the Wise podcast taping with Sarah Schaefer, and her guest is Mike Doty. That's happening at the Jerome L. Green space downtown. Now, that's a podcast that you want to just tell a lie. Yeah. Like, Mike Doty will come on, and they'll just start lying. Well, what he could say is he said a sober life. Because <laughs> he's a real... He's recovered, yeah. as they say. Book of Drugs. It's a great book he wrote. Book of Drugs, that's yeah. right. That is the book that he wrote. What band was he in again? Soul Coughing. There's a lot of soul bands yeah. that didn't play soul music back in the 90s. They just, people just got an obsession with the word soul and just want to throw it out there. Mm. You ever have in the back of your mind, uh, if you ever start a band, the name of it will be? No, I've never even contemplated it. That's uh, that's all. That's Luis Gomez, I think, has like 19 lined sure, up. Sure, of course he does. Though. 
The Puerto Rican rattlesnakes. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think, Jay? Dude, I got a band. It's, it's called the Puerto Rican rattlesnakes. <laughs> Salty block flower. Is it worth it to do a Luis Gomez impression? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to catch on and okay. do really well. Chris, you got a name for your band? I got two. One yeah. is a reference from Billy Madison, Nudie Magazine Day. Oh, and it's like no that. radiator ceiling fan. I always thought sounded oh, good. All right, see, that's that weird thing that, you know. <laughs> so I take two objects in the room and they <laughs> Right. We're the electric wheat. Okay. You, gotta like, you have to yeah. like uh, Kaiser Sose, a band yeah. name, in back of someone. <laughs> uh, what about you, Fuzzy? Um, my cousin's name, I always thought would either be a great band name or a wrestler's name. Bobby Derringer. Hmm. Yeah, that's ridiculous. There's Bobby Darren already. And do, you, do, do people still have cool wrestling names or they get rid of them? No, everybody's just their own name now. See, it's bullshit. Like yeah. I hate it. Got a character. I don't want to know your mm -hmm. real name. I want to see it? people come to the ring with an animal. I want to see. I brought this. You know, I brought this giraffe to the fucking ring with me. Don't <laughs> fuck around. It gives me power. This giraffe. Yeah, yeah. they all just kind of look the same nowadays. It's uh, it's uh, wrestling is just not what it used to be. But that would have been a great like if someone had one up Jake the Snake with like like Tony the Lion Roberts mm -hmm. or something. I'm not scared of your fucking snake. I got <laughs> right. a lion and use the rest of them, but even use Roberts. <laughs> Now, the guy uh, that used to bring the alligator to the ring, what was his name? Skinner. Skinner. But then he wrapped duct tape around the alligator's mouth. I'm like, that's the, well, you've ruined the point. You this is a harmless alligator. You can't do that. You got to scare people. And the great thing, too, about bringing an animal to the ring is somebody else will steal your animal. You know what I mean? So then you can spend a couple of weeks looking for your animal that they took. Sometimes the animal got killed. Like, I remember Earthquake killed Jake's fucking snake. With his ass. Yeah, with yeah. his giant ass. He used his giant ass, which I'm sure even wakes him up at night now. I'm sure Earthquake dead. Yeah. Earthquake's dead, yeah. Oh, he's long, he's long, that. long dead. Yeah. But I'm that had to feel that. weird, just squishing a snake under your ass. <laughs> There's no snake <laughs> in there. They're not really killing the animals. Come on, you know, <laughs> you know that was a work. Don't have the if you're going to do that, just don't even put it in a bag and just in the middle of the room kill a snake in front of the children. <laughs> guys, fucking head off, start drinking the blood out of it. Yeah, freak them all out. So you guys think wrestling is falling off, right? What's, oh yeah. I, what's I, the peak? What's what's the wrestling peak? To me, I mean, again, I'm just biased because of my lifetime, yeah. but to me, the peak was like, um, whatever, when, was it WrestleMania 6? When Hulk Hogan fought Ultimate Warrior, to me. Really? That's the peak of wrestling. Biggest it's ever been. It was, it was still big for years after that. And then, like, Stone Cold and The Rock did a cool thing and brought it back. But I think it, that now was it's just peak. terrible. I think that was the peak when those guys were going off cages and hitting each other with That's cars. That's pretty crazy. They went fucking nuts. Well, do you agree with me? Dude, I, I said after um, that Mick Foley, Undertaker, uh, Hell in the Cell match, why would they ever have another Hell in the Cell match? It's, if someone's not willing to do that again, wh which I completely understand, not being willing to do that. Right. But if you're not, then I'm just going to sit here and think about how you're not as great as Mick Foley was. Yeah. So why right. even do this? That's true. It's like if there was like another evil Knievel, but he jumps shorter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, jumping into these, I'm jumping into these pillows. You're like, don't, I don't care anymore. Not so evil Knievel. Yeah. What was, uh, now Fez, your time was what, Bruno San Martino? Is that where you were back there? A little earlier than that. Yeah. Who are you, the Golden Greek? 
Yeah, the John Tolos. Now, I think the peak was in the 80s where you had Hogan as the ultimate face in one league and you had Flair as the ultimate heel in the other. Except for, it's only for you because you watch both leagues. Mm-hmm. People up here did not. No one could have yeah. picked Flair out of a fucking lineup. When Flair went to the WWF, they didn't even call him Flair and no one even yelled out, hey, look, it's Flair. You know what I mean? Yeah, they called him the champion. For you, those were two, uh, you know, equal leagues. For most people, you know, that the the WCW at that point was Bush League, Farm League. When Flair came in with that giant gold belt, I was very confused as a child. Yeah, me too. I didn't know what it was. Yeah, I didn't know what. Then I went to the fucking video store and started renting Starcades and figuring it out for myself. Smart idea. Yeah, loved it. No, you didn't have an app back then when you were a kid, no, huh? I had the cloud back then. I had to have a giant goddamn cassette tape. Plug away, Fuzzy. you got to have some plugs. Let's put some plugs in and out of this. You know, we'll get a nice flow going. We can talk about whatever we want. But the boys should be plugged. The 2014 New York Comedy Festival. New York's Funniest is coming to Caroline's on Broadway this Saturday at 4 p.m. Two of the contestants are here, Dave Smith and Mike Racine. You can also see Dave Smith tonight. He's going to be part of What's Your Effing Deal, that show hosted by Big J Okerson. That's happening tonight at 10 o'clock at the Village Underground. And tonight, Mike Racine's going to be at Stand Up in New York starting at 6 o'clock. Oh, at 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. That's happening tonight. And then ripping it. I see that people uh, are excited about all these shows. New York's got comedy fever this week. Yeah. Yeah. Finally once. Stuff going on, finally yeah. once. It feels like it, you know? It's almost too much. Like, you can't even keep up with how much is happening. You know, you guys are the first generation of comedians, too, I think, where it isn't just straight stand-up that they'll try to do different things on stage. Does that make it harder? Well, or make, more interesting, well, like, like improv and stuff. Well, you're either doing improv, or they're like some of these shows are putting two people up at a time. Uh, the Creek and Cave saying, "Oh, take your pants off, come up and do a set." <laughs> there's storytellers yeah. shows. There's all different kinds of shit now. Yeah, I mean it's it sucks if you're like a kind of like a purist stand up. Mm-hmm. So that's like from my perspective, it kind of sucks. But it's not like. But then at a certain point, you just also have to like adjust to reality which is like you know like now it's about your like online presence and podcasting and all this other you know stuff that it didn't used to be about but i don't i i do hate that like to me stand-up is the one thing that you'd want to keep pure i hate i had david tell always uh some of that stuff is yeah it's kind of gimmicky right yeah tell said to me i thought it was just like the best thing ever We we were like um Talking about like some theme comedy show, like like Latina women of comedy, and it tells right. goes, "When will the theme be funny stand-up comedians?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is, you know, like that isn't that the idea? Isn't that the theme? Like we're already doing a theme. It's stand-up yeah. comedy. That's the thing. You know, that's what's so. annoying when they try to force diversity on everybody. You know? Right. And it's like, well, this show, there's there's no women on the show. <laughs> you know. Well, you know the the we're just uh, better at everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, certainly sports-wise. But remember in school, like in first and second grade, no boy was as smart as the smartest girl. Like, you didn't want to be compared to the girls right. with grades in first grade, you know? Sure, You yeah. wouldn't even come close to them. At what point does the guy... Well, you the, girl, the girls were smarter? Yeah, the girls were always smarter, yeah. I thought. Um, they had the penmanship, too. They I, excelled in everything. Well, you, you know what's funny now? 
penmanship doesn't even make a play, Fez. These it's kids probably don't easier even have to, to, in school, though, when you're not getting boners every 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> we were doing that in first grade? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Chris, did you think the girls were smarter or? Yeah, I mean, I, I was retarded. Yeah, in school, like, and then, but like, especially like at math and science, girls seem to just be ridiculously good. I thought at everything. I would actually say to the girl, smart girl, help me out here. <laughs> Fill out this fucking test for me. <laughs> Don't make it too good either. You know, make it kind of good. You know, that sweet spot. Yeah, that sweet spot where no one's going to bring it up, but my parents are going to act like it's great. But you know? there, there was always like one nerd and an Asian dude or something who yeah. was up there with the girls. But I'm, I agree yeah. with you. Well, there, there was an Asian dude in our school, but everybody hit him with sticks. So I don't know what happened to him. I think <laughs> As they, they should have. Yeah, we had to because of, it was the day. Unfortunately, he was a new, the new kid. The day, and this is you know fate. It's irony, really. But it was the day that they talk taught us about Pearl Harbor. And we're just like, <laughs> fucking get you, new kid. Good. You're going to get fucked up for what Korean. happened. Yeah. He's just looking around the classroom. Yeah, it didn't matter what he was. <laughs> I mean, he was close enough. He was close enough to take a stick in the back. Can you, for, can you tell different kinds of Asians apart? No. No. Oh, no I sort of can. Uh, you, know. you feel like you can? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I can All probably right. tell about half of them apart. All right, let's see if you can't find some pictures <laughs> up here, and we'll see. Are we gonna bat- we're going to actually yeah. uh, test this out? Yeah, let's, uh, right, don't show any of us. Don't tell me. i turn that off. When I find one, I'll, but I'll put we'll it on. We'll all vote on it. Right. You can always spot like a Filipino pretty easily. Oh, no, we're going. Well, I can we'll tell see. the difference. We'll see what you, what yeah. you can do. It's gonna you be know, somewhere like in Korean, Asia. Korean is what throws you off because it's it's it's, it's okay. a little it's a little blend of the two. All right, now Chris, be, be very. I don't want porn. I just want an Asian <laughs> face, <laughs> big enough for us all to see without giving it just away. Just try typing Asian into Google. Ten, ten <laughs> all, right. all right, so I, I got one. All right. Uh, now you know the answer. Yeah, I know the answer. Okay, okay. Now I know there are some hints. Like if he's falling on a sword, oh, this he's guy, Japanese. this guy is one hundred percent Japanese. I'm gonna say. Chinese, but the little island. I'm going Korean. I'll say Vietnamese. All right, see, we... All we, different. Yeah, we, do we feel the need to all do that? <laughs> uh, what is it? He is Korean. Oh, wow. Korean. Korean. See, that's right, but that Korean is like it throws you off. No, dude, you came into this game cocky. I, I came yeah. humble, I know. and I'm mad. <laughs> yeah. I don't want nothing. And now I'm paying for it. <laughs> right, you got one, Chris? I'm bringing it up right now. Hold all right, on. good. Bring it up. We're guessing the Asian. <laughs> America's favorite game. I show. don't know why America wouldn't like it. Okay. This would have been, you know, my God. I think this is how Colbert got Letterman. It is. Wow, she is, she's um, fucking hot. I went a lady. I went woman. Yeah. This one. I don't care. She just looks obedient. Yeah. She's she's Cambodian or Vietnamese. Well, you gotta pick, man. All right, she's. Well, yeah. how, this is like well, the yeah. war. You gotta she's pick. Vietnamese. She's Vietnamese. I'll say Chinese. Japanese. I'm going to take this in a different way. I'm just going to shock people. I'm going to go Burmese, a country that no longer exists. <laughs> yeah. She is Vietnamese. Wow. Who was Vietnamese? Seen, Mike, Mike did. Yeah, he's good. Mike is really <laughs> fucking good. He, he does. Right. He said he I think it. I made my point, gentlemen. All right, let's move <laughs> on to something else. Have. You're going to fucking walk point for us if we need to. All right. Yeah. I don't want to embarrass the rest of you yeah. guys. I wouldn't even mind doing a thing where we try to guess what state white people are from. <laughs> I think I could do pretty well there. Well, it's hard when you throw those like obscure countries in there, you know? Yeah. Like Laos or whatever. Yeah, Laos is not fucking easy <laughs> to guess. Oh, uh, this fucking guy. <laughs> 
I'm going to guess old school Chinaman. Old school Chinaman. <laughs> I can see that fucking guy coming in carrying a kimono dragon. I, I'm, I'm going to say Chinese as well. I'll say Japanese. That's a wasted vote, my friend. That's a wasted yeah, I think, vote. I think it's Chinese. I think you guys are right. He is a Chinese man. Like yeah. That. Got it. This is the funnest game ever. <laughs> You're welcome. And I don't think that it's... Um, I don't think it'll annoy anybody that we're playing this. No, they no. look different. No. Yeah. We're saying it's... you look different. You don't all look the same. <laughs> it's a same. celebration. Yeah. For once. We're, we're, we're recognizing... Oh, this fucking guy. <laughs> see, now I... See, he, he already did the four main ones, so I'm thinking that... <laughs> He found some weird country. Weird country, you know they can't double down on Zong because no one, no one knows anything about like Indonesia or Cambodia yeah. or something. But it's probably one of those. It's probably like Indonesia. I'm gonna guess uh, Thailand. I'm gonna go with black belt. He does look like a black belt. Did you ever see that movie, The Raid? By the way, it's an Indonesian uh, no. action movie. It's great. It's like. The rules are just different than in American action movies. Like a guy will like flip a guy over and shoot him in the head like three times <laughs> instead of you know our pussy shit. He is Mongolian. Fuck! I always forget that that's part of it. Yeah, you know it's that's very part popular. of the Asian Peninsula. They have a lot of natural resources there. I want the knife. I think you should keep it between the four big ones: oh, China, on, no. J Japan, Korea, and uh, Vietnam. I'm, I'm going to go, it's Asian. It okay. takes up a lot of stuff. Let's just start looking at Asian porn. Let's stop <laughs> fucking around. Yeah. And make sure you see them with a white dude. You know what I mean? I want it somewhat relatable. <laughs> the Asian on Asian porn doesn't do it for me. No. I don't know why. It doesn't. Everyone does like that too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like that they'll have a backstory, though. Like, she's the secretary, and she doesn't want to do this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the reluctance the way, helps. It's always, that's always a big part of Asian yeah. porn, is like something like she's not into it, but then right. gets really into it. But yeah. I kind of do agree with you. I, need, I, I like it a lot better when there's one white in there. My, my yeah. friend said he saw this Asian porn one time. This, this woman was, like, sitting at a desk, like, reading the news. <laughs> And then a dick just came into the, the, the frame oh, yeah. and jizzed on her. And yeah. then it pulled away. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, that's a genre. And then, you really? Yeah. It's called sneak jizz. Yeah, yeah. and it's uh, news bukkake. Yeah. And uh, it's very big. But you say you and want she just kept... one to be white. Well, like, okay, I've seen there's like this uh, this Asian porn. Have you seen like a, uh, it's like, I think it's Japanese. It was like like massage porn, which is kind of like what yeah. you're saying. It's like a woman goes in for a massage and then she's like, no, 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 no. Right. But then she gets into liking it. But the couple where it's a white chick, I just love it. Uh, it's a Japanese dude and a white chick. When it's Japanese on Japanese, it just gets boring. I don't know. But you like a Japanese dude with a white chick. I was okay with that. Wouldn't the white chick be like, is it in yet? The dick is like the smallest part of the video. For really, he's just like getting her off with like toys and shit like that yeah. for most of it. Yeah. Like there it is. He's got a sander. He's just fucking blasting her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Filipino. Yeah, just all we want to see is the vaginas, and now we have to guess <laughs> from that point on. I just like the fact that someone's driving along going, is this a show I'm listening to? <laughs> people making a living doing this? 
I'm going to go well, so far to tell you, I've actually, from doing this kind of bullshit, raised children. So there you have it. <laughs> That's how unfair life is, folks. And it can be bad. That's how I feel sometimes. I'm like, why do I think I deserve to make a living at this? We're sitting in a room and right. looking at Asian vaginas. <clears throat> Every dollar you make in show business, it's like, it's crazy. I think and you're then, lucky to... And then if you worked here it. for like a couple months, you'd be like, these motherfuckers down the hall. You yeah. know what I mean? They, you know, they stop us from being really stupid and bad at our jobs. It's just, we can't work here anymore. Like people, yeah. no matter how much you're getting a like if someone told you when you were a kid this is where your life is going to be hmm. you'd be like yeah i'll fucking take that deal in a heartbeat and yet you never run into a comedian who's like oh, i'm so fucking happy i'm just i wake up late and i bum around and think of jokes i love it yeah it's it's really a shame man it's a shame that we can't like get our ourselves to be there because it is like you know you'll get something comedians have like week or two long spurts of happiness right i know you know you get something or something happens and you feel good about your career for like a week or two and then they're just like fucking depressed again and it's a, yeah it sucks yeah. man it's not like it sucks. I'm saying like it's stupid that's that you the way can't be like you're not that's working. That's the way it's supposed like, to be, though, in my opinion. I guess, yeah. Why? Why would it supposed to be that way? Well, we work for like 15 to 30 minutes a night. You know, you can't yeah. expect just uh, a great a great life. There's got to be some kind of bullshit that comes with it. Yeah, <laughs> I guess Practical. you can't expect to be happy. stupid. I think it's so funny that like when you get a lot of success and you take a guy like Seinfeld, then his next project. This is how spoiled he is. He's like, well, I like classic cars, <laughs> hanging out with comics, and I like coffee. Can I just have a sh show of that? Just everything that I like. Something there? At this, yeah, it's there, right? And what's really <laughs> funny about that thing is like, they show, I think it was like the Patton Oswald show where the car broke down, and you got to see that the crew was like 40 fucking people or something <laughs> for a goddamn web series. <laughs> this is just over the top of how many people that he has, which is just a fantasy job. Get me another car that I've never driven before that I would like, a really funny buddy of mine, and we'll go out and have coffee. And I'm that's gonna, the show. I'm going to have a show called Guys Talking About Gooks Eating Gobblegool. <laughs> <laughs> it could happen. This is America. That could eventually happen for you. you got to do the sitcom first, though. Yeah, you, gotta, yeah, you, gotta, yeah. you, you have, nope. have to have such massive success that people still want to watch your sitcom 20 years later, mm. even though they've seen every episode 30 times. It's crazy the way people watch that show. I still watch it. I wish yeah, I could watch too. it more for some odd reason. Mm. Like, if I'm watching an episode, I've seen a bunch of times. I'm still a little like this, but I hope there's more episodes on after this. Like, I just want more Seinfeld. See, now I just watch it and I'll just look at Elaine. And I'll just be like, <laughs> Elaine is all I want to focus on now. She's amazing. Someday I'll just focus on, like, Newman. But, the, you know what I mean? I'm going to go <laughs> through this every piece that I have. That guy's, like, 150 pounds now, that guy who played Newman. I've is that right? Recently. Yeah, he's, like, tiny, It's man. weird when a fat person, like, is thin all of a sudden, and we're, we're supposed to accept it. It's, it's like Chappelle. Like, it's not weird. <laughs> no, but it's, you're, like, it's you're like a fat guy. But I, I feel the same way about, like, Chappelle like getting huge. Name. You just get a certain age where you're, like, if you're the fat guy or you're the skinny mm, guy, you're that guy. He looks good. But he's still got, like like... Tits. Oh, yeah. But that's not Newman anymore. Now it's like, you know. 
Yeah, that's why they didn't invite him back when they yeah. did the Larry David thing. Mm. They're like, no one wants to see him. <laughs> Newman, you suck now. You just when you're a guy and you have tits, you're gonna have them the rest of your life. I've had tits since I was like t- ten years old. But then guys get get tit jobs. Do they? Yeah. Oh, okay. And they get them, you know, just fucking scraped off. I guess I don't know what to oh, do. Okay. I, mean, I, know about that. I don't have a medical degree. I'm just gonna guess as close as I can guess. <laughs> exactly. Do you remember? Did they did they check you for scoliosis when you were a kid? Because my mom had to write a note and be like Michael, because they you, they would line all the boys up with their shirts off. So my mom had to write a note like to get me out of it because I knew they'd all be laughing at my tits. Really? Yeah, right? I don't remember this at all. Yeah. Did she put that in the note? <laughs> Probably, yeah. See, they did that in my school, but the janitor did it. He licked our balls. Oh, and then he God. said if we told you anyone. You don't have Yeah. He said if we told anyone, he was going to kill our puppies. Don't tell. Why? You don't yeah, want your puppy dead. I didn't even have a puppy. There's nothing this fucker could have done. Pull to your me. pants down. I'm gonna check you for scoliosis. That's it. That's the fucking scoliosis. <laughs> Gotta get it out of there. Did you see that guy the other day? Uh, that he went out and uh, he was picking up. He was touching kids, but he was wearing a Boba Fett fucking helmet. <laughs> this is the fucking worst guy in the world. Just the the fucking. <laughs> Look at most him. ridiculous <laughs> pedophile ever. See, I would have probably let that guy play with my nuts, too. And he's 60. Yeah. Because I'm like, that's a really cool helmet. <laughs> that's a cl- that's like a, it looks like it's an actual from the set helmet. Like, you gotta, like, really invest good. in your profession, you know? Do you, you gotta- think that's the dude? That's actually Boba Fett it doing could, that? I mean, he's about the right age from the, fir- from the original uh, Star Wars when Boba Fett first showed up. Not that new guy. What if the kids are like, uh, do, you, do you promise you're the real Boba Fett? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I don't he, he got caught attempting to have sex with kids. Yeah, what, he, what happens is you go online, you think you're meeting a nice kid, and you're talking to a cop. <laughs> That's how it fucking works. Anytime things are going your way, you're, right. you're talking There's to a cop. There's a cop on the other end. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I finally catch a break. Right. I'm talking to this sweet-ass kid online. I got uh, busted one time for selling a narcotic to a cop when I was a kid. And I'm back at the fucking roundhouse in Philadelphia, and they're busting my balls about it. Like, look at this fucking idiot. He's selling, uh, he sells dope to cops. And they kept, and I'm like, finally, I'm like, dude, you weren't wearing a fucking uniform. You're wearing a fucking Flyers jersey. Of course I sold fucking dope to you. We're in the bathroom in the spectrum of a fucking Aerosmith show. I'm not fucking, I'm going to walk into a police station and just start walking up to people. Yeah. You treat me like I'm stupid, but I'm acting the way people who sell drugs act. If you thought every customer was a cop, you wouldn't make any money. Yeah, you would not be able to fucking relax with it at all. You know, I don't live my life fucking accusing people of things. You've turned me around a little bit. You've made me cynical today, sir. Cops, you. Cops you. always think they're better. I think they know more than you. After they've arrested you, for sure. Yeah. It's really but, annoying. Well, the fucking game's over that, at that point. <laughs> you know? But how much crime do they actually go looking after? It's I think I feel like a lot of arrests happen by just like chance and stupidity. Everything Whereas the cops aren't really like looking into it. Like dude, we got to get this. This is guy. The, the only thing I've ever experienced with cops trying to get a guy in my life in like growing up in Brooklyn is like you know something you get robbed, you get jumped or something. The cops come and if the best they'll do is they'll be like, okay, let me show you a picture of a guy we're trying to pick up already. Will you pin this on him? And you're just like, no, 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 that's not the guy who did it. And they're like, okay, okay, but just understand, if you tell us this is the guy who did it, yeah. then they wait. 
they just want you to help them get some other guy who they're going after. I just always say yes to that. That's the goal. <laughs> Go fucking punish him. You put tons of people in jail. Well, here's the thing that cops have always told me, and I've heard this from detectives, is they don't have to do a lot of detective works because people end up telling other people what they did. Like a fucking hmm. guy will murder someone and then go like this. I'm going to tell you something, but you got to promise not to tell anybody. I fucking killed somebody. And that guy will call the cops, the guy right. that he told, because they'll feel terrible. But no one just keeps it to themselves. Yeah, if you're going to murder someone, you can't let other people in on it. No, you've got to. And it can't be someone with a, a close connection. That's the other way. Because like 90% of the time, it's like it's the most obvious it, yeah. person. But if you want to, if you really want to murder like a random person yeah. and then never keep and keep your mouth shut about it, I'm just you can probably letting the listeners know. You can do it, man. You can still do it if you want to. Now, do you think that that's where most of it happens? Like if you've got the thing of I'll just walk, drive down the street, see somebody by themselves, I'll fucking whack them. See what it feels like, you know, just to have the life leave the body. It must feel pretty good if people keep doing it <laughs> to take a life. Just that moment where the fucking eyes just kind of yeah. lock you out there. The That's got to feel exciting. Because <laughs> yeah, you'd be going like this and right there, there. No, no, no. There, there. He's gone. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? That excitement mm -hmm. of knowing. Mm -hmm. And you see it as the soul leaving the body, too. You're that far with it. I guess. Almost in a religious sense. Yeah. Like it's floating up. You know, looking down at you. Like, do you think you could kill somebody without it fucking haunting you? No, I don't think so. Nah. Do you think you would panic over it and you'd freak? Yeah. No, I've like, I've like hooked up with fat chicks and not been able to not talk about that. I would panic easily. Yeah. yeah. Chris, could you do it? Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't be able. You. I'll believe that when I see it. <laughs> There was uncomfortable little hesitation in there. Like, yeah, 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 like a stranger. Are you just glared at, like you were going to kill him. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Like, you feel like, I don't know whether you feel like you're tested with this. No, yeah. Well, I could do it. No, yeah, or what? Which is it? Yes. No, we're fucking yeah, Chris. It's yes. It's yes. <laughs> no problem. Here is your Ron and Fez New York Comedy Festival calendar update. Here's who's funny tonight. Tonight it's going to be Dave Smith, part of the What's Your Effin' Deal show, right, hosted Dave. by Big J Okerson. That's happening at 10 o'clock at the Village Underground, part of the New York Comedy Festival. And also tonight, Mike Racine is headlining at Stand Up New York. That show is at 8 o'clock tonight. And both these gentlemen are going to be competing to see who is New York's funniest on Saturday at Caroline's on Broadway. That show is at 4 p.m. I can see anyone winning that one. I think that one's up in the air. Yeah, man. There's a lot. Of, there's always a. Uh, there's always a lot of funny people on those yeah. those showcases at Caroline's. I think. Um, I think uh, Samantha's like got a good eye for talent. She puts. You know, she always puts funny people there. So it's about you know it, who has like the good set. You think you can beat me? I mean, uh, I, I think I should beat you. <laughs> I think if the judges don't cheat, yeah. which well, I'm I already the judges, you, I'm going to keep an eye on. But I'm going to tell something to you guys now. I assure you, I will not vote for Joe List. <laughs> that will not happen. You could just actually, if pool? we could, if we could knock Joe no, out of that thing. He's, there's two people: Joe and Eric Stengel, the writer who wrote for David Letterman for so many years. Um, They're both still alive. Yeah. Mm. They're the only two. Last week, they both picked uh, Cincinnati together. I see you looking at the clock. You got to get going? No. You got someplace to be? <laughs> My phone went off. Who was it? I don't know. 
I put mine on silent before I came in. I'm a professional. Smart. Yeah, but, well, that's know. that's a pro thing to do. Yeah. All right, I got to take this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there, Chris? Yeah, you turned yeah. around on them. Yeah. Made them look stupid. <laughs> turned it around on them. They said something to you, and then you made them look bad, right? Right, you got them. <laughs> That's all we really try to do in life. <laughs> try, me. try to make the other person who thought we were dicks look like the dick. Now you're the dick. You like that? It never feels good, though. It never feels good when you make someone else feel like a dick for trying to make you feel like a dick first. Fez, you got an enemy out there? Is there someone who's your actual enemy? I would say Mikey D. Wow, so you really have an enemy? Yeah, yeah, I have an enemy. Is he a friend of me? Oh, no. Was a friend, now an enemy. But I don't even think there was a friend enemy type time. What did you say? I can't say that word. I don't think I have an enemy. Do you guys yeah. have an enemy? No, I don't have. I don't have any I mean, enemies. I'm I mean, I'm sure, like in internet land, you have you yeah. know someone who's you know probably like probably hates hates you. Hates you know yeah. everyone has that, but I don't like an actual person. In like life a person, an enemy. like you would feel bad if something good happened to them, or you would actually want to get even with Chris. You have an enemy? Yeah, I got an enemy. I got some kid who fucking dropped a dime on me once, who is my enemy. I've I've never ran into him again, but if I did, it would be bad. What did he drop a dime on you for? Uh, let's see. I was just selling things uh -huh. at the time, and then the cops came, and it was very bad. Oh. Okay. But maybe That's he fair. needed to do that to get out of trouble himself. Yeah, he did do that to get out. Of, for, but I found out the entire story as to what happened, and it's just, this person is the stupidest person alive. And for him to fuck me over, I would love to just burn his house down. With him in it? Yeah. If that ever happens, you're going to be a suspect. What? <laughs> you dump out of that. <laughs> Should have said that over the air. Do you plan <laughs> on doing something to your enemy, Fez? No, I just wish him ill will. See, that's not an enemy. Like, if like if the United States just said, we hope bad things happen to ISIS, <laughs> then they wouldn't be our enemy. I think you've got to set out, like Chris is, like, I'm going to get even with that guy. I'm going to do something to him. At least sanctions. Yeah. You should sanction Mike. But instead, you let him still come in here. Oh, that's what makes him my enemy, that he knows I can't stand him, and he still shows up at places where he knows I'm going to be. You have any other enemies? Paulo is my enemy. Oh, come on. BL? BL is my enemy. Chuck Wagon? Oh, totally my enemy. Oh, you got too many enemies. Yeah, I don't have any friends. Don't ask that. But all those people used to be your friends. Yeah, and they've all turned on me. How about all those like religious people who hate gay people? you got tons of enemies, man. You've, uh, There's you know, enemies out yeah, there that I don't even know about. <laughs> Why do religious people hate gays? Cause I think oh, it's... that's right. Gay. I'm <laughs> sucking on the deck. The, the gay part. Yeah. Hmm. I think it's the sin of it. Yeah, a disgusting sin. I guess sins isn't bad as disgusting sins. Awful, disgusting sin. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if you just tried it with a girl. That's not going to happen. <laughs> That's never going to happen. You're disgusted about being with a girl, right? Yeah. Then you can see how people who hate gays feel. <laughs> they feel exactly like you do. But I don't say heteros are going to destroy the country and then go to hell. Well, if anyone's going to destroy the country, probably will be heteros, just percentage-based. Yeah. I mean, they're 
It's a good chance it'll be one of them. Yeah. I still think it's going to be a minority, though. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be heteros, but a minority hetero. I have the ones I'm picking. Powerful. Yeah, I have the ones I'm picking, but I'm not going to say because of the Anthony thing. But in the back of my mind, I know. Well, that you just said what it is. Well, I, didn't, is? I didn't mean to, though. Chris, dump yeah. out of that, would you? I made a mistake. Okay. Made you, a you, uh, mistake. you draw the line at guess the Asian. We're not going to start being bigots here. <clears throat> oh, we could do. Didn't there Did used to ever, be a thing like? Is this a criminal or something else that you usually watch online? Oh, it, uh, it was. I, you I, can I, see what a racist you are by going criminal. <laughs> yeah, and I made a game uh, backup quarterback or rapist. How did that game do for you? I think it went well. I think I, I couldn't tell between what a, a date rapist or a backup quarterback looked like. Do you ever worry about like people coming after your job for for stuff that you say on the air? And no, and you, no. You see it happen a lot, though. Yeah, but not to somebody with my kind of talent. <laughs> well, isn't it almost like the lesson of Anthony? To, to me, it's almost like you can say whatever you want on this show, but watch what you tweet, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> right? Isn't that like there really? Isn't any, there isn't any lesson. It's just sometimes everyone picks somebody mm-hmm. and they all attack him. Yeah, you're right. That's the lesson. Don't get picked, yeah, <laughs> which is nothing. Right. I mean, if you think Gilbert, they all went after. And then the second they got him fired, they're like, oh, I don't care. Then he could go back to living mm. his life again. Mm-hmm. But there's something very sick about people who need to... They just try to do it with Chris Rock. Well, ca- well Chris Rock, yeah, there's, he's still getting a lot. Because t- uh, like, we're friends with uh, with Michael Che. And they I don't know. Did you see any of that? Yeah. They were coming after him. Like, that's what's so crazy to me. This is how far the line of the outrage has been drawn. Michael Che joked around about catcalling, not mm-hmm. slavery, not the Holocaust, not Sandy Hook. He joked around about catcalling, and they want to get him fired for that. Like that's where the line's at yeah. now. How insane is that? Yeah. But did anybody say they want to get him fired? The, a bunch of people were tweeting yeah. that. A, ben- a bunch of people. Yeah, he was all <laughs> over. Twitter makes for Twitter makes people crazy. Yeah. But even the thing of that video that he brought up. And the reason why he said it is nobody was saying something obscene to this woman. Right. They were just being annoying, jerky guys. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's very funny. A couple, I'd say about two months ago, I'm walking home. And I'm on one of these side streets. I'm going to guess like a 52nd or one. And I see a fucking woman and she's up to this construction worker. And he's flat-footed, and she's right in his fucking face. And she's like, look, motherfucker, I work right there. And I'm in and out of this building eight times a day. She goes, you want to fucking say shit, say it to the tourists. But fucking shut up when you see me coming in and out of the building. He's like, okay, I'm sorry, I ain't know. I'm doing an actual fucking accent, because I like to just totally get into it so people at home can just really yeah. be locked in. It's like a movie, really. I can Some see of these it. minorities just don't know any better. You know? No, no, <laughs> because the way they were raised. You know? Where it's okay to sleep with your sister. <laughs> it's, also, it's also kind of annoying when people are like, how come there's no white guys catcalling or, you know, right. in the video? It's like, oh, yeah, they always we, love- we do a lot of creepy stuff. You know, we'll like eat your organs and stuff like that. Right. But, but we don't really, we don't really catcall. Cat yeah. We're not catcallers. Well, most of the time, I believe that a lot of people who catcall do it for the other guys that they're with. Yeah. So construction guys do it so the other guys on the thing can see them as being straight. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, they're putting up you that know. big straight face. But normally white guys aren't together in a group 
anymore on the street. You know, you just well, walk along. But also, look, I used not, to. Oh, sorry. Uh, Go ahead. I'm just saying, like, I'm not. Look, I don't think. I think you could find some white guys who might do that. Like, if you went to like a, a white construction site, or you went maybe by a frat house. I'm not saying you can't yeah, find sure. white guys who will catcall. But the thing is, like, you see the way these liberal like news sites react. Like, they're angry that it was just black guys in this video. It's like, right. oh, so if it was white guys, you wouldn't have any problem. But because it's black guys, there's a problem. Yeah, like, the it's just like down. you're the racist here. You're right. the, you're the ones who are judging people based on their skin color. How about just look? Don't harass this fucking chick when she walks through the street. And then feminists, stop acting like this is Vietnam. It's not that serious of an issue. Stop acting like no one could ever understand the struggle that it is to be a cute chick walking through the street. Like it sucks. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I I agree hundred percent with you. It's annoying, but that's as far as it goes. Just well, annoying. Also, I used to work in junk removal. You know, when you're working like really hard and you're picking up garbage and stuff, and working like a fifteen hour day, it's just nice to yell stuff at the truck window. <laughs> right, it's like so a little, it's like it. a little release. <laughs> you know, it's nothing personal, and you could do it. To, you could do it to anybody. <laughs> um, did any of you guys ever catcall before in your life? I can, no. I'm trying to think. I couldn't I say even, a catcall. I've approached yeah. girls on the right. street before, but never like uh, I, I didn't. A cat call? I was just never in that type of culture. Like, right. To do I've said, that. "Hey, how you doing?" To like a girl I don't, I don't know. But every time I've thought about cat calling, I can't do it. And I can't <laughs> I even pussy out. Yeah. We used to do it as a joke, like uh, meet uh, Big J and Lewis and like a few of our friends. Like at the comedy cellar, we would sit outside. Right. But it was like sarcastic. Like we would right. all at the same time as we would all go by. Like, mm, yeah, mommy. <laughs> woo, yeah. But you know, it's just like to be funny, kind of. Right. Like it wasn't real. I don't know. But but you're right. That's not like raping someone. <laughs> it's not the same as rape. Audio rape. Audio slave. If that's where your head's at with this, Chris. I don't know right now. They were great. Were they? It's a couple good songs. Or were they just okay? <laughs> they had a couple good ones. Did you? I think they needed all to go back to their respective bands. Well, sure, everyone wants Rage to come back. That's what I like to blow a whistle. Everyone go back to the band you started with, which is much better than the band you're in now. Did gays catcall at all, Fez? Yes, they do. But they do that with jizz, right? They just yeah. flick their jizz like if you're walking, like if you're walking down to <laughs> like talk to us. Multiple migs, yeah. Like you're. Too, uh, but I was going to do it subtly, where I explain the whole thing without giving away the punchline. But yeah, like multiple migs, not the whole fucking premise I had, but exactly like him, where you just go by their house in the fucking village and just some jizz comes out. Ah, oh, dude. <laughs> No, I do. I think you're attractive. That's why I threw that jizz on you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not interested, yeah. I guess. Stings. I had, gay, I had a gay guy follow me up a block once in Chelsea, like late at night, which maybe I shouldn't have been in Chelsea late at night. Maybe right. I was asking for it. But uh, I was I was working, and it's a big dude, real big, like really gay dude. But he was following me, just like catcalling me, essentially to the point, like the middle of this block. It was a pretty like desolate, dark block. I just, I like started yelling at him, and it was a very weird, uncomfortable situation. You hit him with the f bomb. Uh, no, did not hit him with the f bomb, but I f like fuck a lot. Right. But no, I didn't. I didn't go there. You know, there's know. a little bit of truth on both sides of every argument. You know, <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta have empathy for other people. Well, I tell you, I mean, if I had to fucking follow someone, it'd be Dave. I mean, out of this room, yeah. that's the only one I'd be after. I do have that follow me quality. Uh, you know, you basically, yeah, there's something about you. 
I mean, you're wearing a half shirt. You know what I mean? Like, you know, <laughs> at a certain point, you said, I got it. He's sucking on a lollipop. You right. can't see it at, mm. at home. But I thought that was a good admission, though, by the way. In that video, the catcalling video, that she goes, the first thing she said, I was wearing like a normal. There's almost an admission in there, right? That's being like, hey, if she was wearing something ridiculously slutty. Because, right. you know, for all these feminists who are like, oh, there's this rape culture and women walk around in constant fear of being raped. It's like, well, then explain Halloween. <laughs> How are yeah. they all coming out with their asses hanging out if they're in constant fear of this harassment? Like, right? No one in right. the Congo is dressing up as a sexy bunny. <laughs> to, like, on a holiday. Like, <laughs> you know why they rape people in the Congo, though? Why? To hurt the other men. Hurt is that them. true? Yeah. They, and they leave that woman behind, and that fucks with the, with the guy's head from that point on. I feel so bad for those guys. Yeah, well... You know, they've been through a lot. And plus, did you tell me you didn't like it at all? See, that's the worst thing to say. If your chick's been raped, you don't want to bring up stuff like this. But yeah, you kind of... You kind of still thinking about it. Well, dudes, I'm looking forward to this contest. I'm just going to be there. And uh, I'll be one of the judges, but uh, I'm just going to say I'm going to split the judge. I'm going to split the vote between you guys. I'm all just right, going to nice. say you guys tied. All right. It's New, York, New York's Funniest. It's going to be at Caroline's on Broadway this Saturday, November 8th at 4 p.m. Dave Smith, Mike Christine, they're going to be part of that on Saturday. Tonight, Dave Smith is with Big J Okerson for What's Your Effing Deal. That show is happening at the Village Underground at 10 p.m. And Mike Christine tonight at Stand Up New York headlining. That show starts at 8. Mike, I'm going to extend my hand to you. Thank you. Let's just, if nothing else, stop bad-mouthing each other. And from this point on, you <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? I'm glad we aired that out. Yeah. Yeah. Dave, get me on that podcast. I definitely want to do it. That's a promise. I'm going right. to make it happen. What does he? Is he really saying that I don't want to do it? I'm. T- I telling you, Jace was like, no, that's Ron's sense of humor. He's that's like, oh yeah, I'd love to do to it. Me. Yes, no, no, I told him you were serious. I, I, well, why would that be humor? I'd like to join in to something. Big J doesn't really get humor. But that's true. I've said that for years. <laughs> I'm not even sure if he's all that big. Oh, by the way, <laughs> Fez said that the other day you said that you were attracted to Jay. That one shocked me. Yeah, I've never seen Jay that way before. He kind of he came in sleeveless and showcasing. He's been losing some weight. Yeah, he yeah. looks great. Yeah. 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 yeah, he was looking really good. But then Luis J. Gomez, the Puerto Rican rattlesnake, the real deal dude, he was sitting in here. He offered before to put his tongue on your nutsack for the first time so you get the sensation, and you turn that down. Yeah, yeah, that just made me nervous. Say, I, I don't believe him. Then I think you were saying that you like Big Jay because you know he wouldn't be with you. And Louis which J. Gomez would. Which one of the Legion of Skanks do you want to fuck? I'll make it happen. Just tell me, Fess. It's Big J right now? Well, Dave. <laughs> All right, let's go. Um, I don't know. I guess I would end up the skank there. Stop putting yourself down, Fess. You just, had, you just had an opportunity. And I got very nervous about it. Well, I gotta throw out the break here, boys. <laughs> <laughs> gotta end on that note. What are you typing there? You got a resume? You trying to get another job? No, I, don't. I don't blame you. <laughs> no, I'm. Uh, it's a booking. I had to email Spencer something. Well, who's it for? Big, big star. A cool star, yeah. Who is it? I'm not gonna say because I don't know if it's gonna happen. Write it down for me and just. Is it Jack Nicholson? Because I'll go fucking crazy. It's not here. Jack. Barack Obama. That oh would my be gosh. fucking nuts. If we get him in here. I'm just going to write it on the air because my pen just ran out of ink. 50. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
Really? I mean, we we'll don't have to take him. <laughs> no kidding. It was just Joe Biden. <laughs> no kidding, we won't. Okay. Uh, we'll go to break. See you guys uh, Sunday. Ron and Fez on Raw Dog Comedy Hits Channel Flex show on Thursday. And look who just stopped in here with just one L in her name. It's our old pal Michelle. Hi, everybody. You abandoned us. You went on to do a big show. Big, big show. Tell everybody the name of your show that you're doing now. It's called Dirty Sexy Funny with Jenny McCarthy. Are you having the time of your life? I am. I am having the time of my life. You're working with a true star now, a true media star, not just radio. Yes. She's a star of print, television, the big screen. All these things. Broadway. No. Cruise ships. No. Um, uh, just, you all right there, Chris? Nope. Had a little gas problem? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. I heard that, and it just was alarming. <laughs> to be totally honest with you, it was alarming. Sometimes it comes out, and I don't want it to. Chris and I are smoking. It looks like something that came here from the future. They're called Tesla Sidewinder Ones. It was weird because I was going to say this looks like something Edison would have invented, and then you went with Tesla. Tesla. So this is actually a car that runs on electricity as well. Yeah. You can get around town with it. And these are thanks to at the Blake R.I. from the Float Culture Smoke Shop in Rhode Island. That's the Float Culture Smoke Shop. Rhode Island. Look, if you're in Rhode Island, you need some vaporizers. You go to the Float Culture Smoke Shop. Everybody Rhode tonight. Everybody Rhode tonight. We got some Puff Kings, too. You know what? I always tell those folks, I always wanted to smoke out of a telescope. And now I've got my wish. <laughs> Got some more other vapor, so a Pax vaporizer. This is very, this is high quality stuff. Pax, oh, <laughs> that's really good. The way you can get up there high. <laughs> Thank the you. Harmony was <laughs> Thank gorgeous. You. Yeah, it was phenomenal. So thanks at the Blake uh, R.I. Yes, stop yelling at them. They're, <laughs> you get they're so good people. Upset. I know. I'm not, I don't they know. were so nice to send that to but you. But you and Watley do the angriest live reads ever. <laughs> it's true. You wanted some kind of vodka? <laughs> it's Tito's vodka. Go drink that vodka. I mean, Michelle, you before you got in with the big show, mm. and Lord knows your life is fantastic now. Um, Sell me call screening, right? It's going great, though. It's good. It's a lot of. Uh, it's like uh, going back to school. Everybody loves that show, except for Jenny Hutt, and everybody loves <laughs> to listen every day because they hear. Dirty and sexy and all the things that they like. And funny. They like, yes, they like dirty, sexy, and funny from a woman, not so much from a man. Oh, no, yeah, there aren't enough men um, radio shows, so it's it's um, too bad that she had to fill that spot. Uh, this is Charlie. You're on the Ronnie Fez show. Ronnie B., just to give you the heads up, they're playing hashtag 
Fez fan name on Twitter right now. All right, now I know. Now Fez, you just rolled your eyes, right? Because yeah. you're pissed off. Let me tell you uh, a fucking situation, though, of how the listeners, the haters, play into Fez's hands. So I'm with the bosses the other day. And they're all being like, oh, yeah, you know, that first Bennington show you did was, you know, it tweeted and went number one, blah, blah, blah. It goes like this. It's good to have that balance. I go, what balance? They said everything on Twitter is about Fez. They go everything, you know, (laughs) they said it's good for you to get some recognition for yourself because they see the Fez, the people brings up Fez's name. They don't pay attention whether it's haters, lovers, or anything. So all you assholes that feel like maybe you dislike Fez, you don't know how much you help him. You're making him successful. You are. And I'm, I'm like this in the meeting with them. And I'm looking right in their stupid knotted ties. So I'm going like this. But you... Uh, no, it's what? how it's gotta be. It's but, the fashion. So if you think it annoys you, yes, it helps you. Cocks, they're all <laughs> cocks out there. I've tried to tell you that. Now I got this is horrible news, Uh-oh. and I got it from Jilla, um, our old pal Jilla. And she sent me a thing that they're trying to boot the Cafe Edison out of Times Square. And when that happens, there'll be nothing real left. That's the last real place. This is the place that the magicians used to go to after shows. And there's a, they would all go to this back thing, and all the greatest magicians in the world would sit there at a round table and you know tell each other. Neil Simon wrote a, a, a play about it. And this is where we are in this country right it's now. It's right by the... Um, uh it, the um, the Macy's Day Parade, right? Isn't it yes. along that that? Well, yeah, it's called Broadway. That's what you mean when you say Macy's Day Parade. Well, maybe I do. Yeah, but I thought it was on Fifth Avenue. I swear I was there one Thanksgiving, which well, is just sad in itself. Why don't you just uh, boot the Rum House now that it's been in the movie Birdman too? So Jill I was going to try to start something to save the Edison, and if that happens, I will join in with her. Start a Kickstarter. Yeah, let's kickstart the kicks. I want to get, I want to get a Kickstarter, get my own Kickstarter started. Right, that sounds good. Yeah, let's get this Kickstarter started. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then let's get this potty started. You know, quickly. Here's the thing with me: when I potty, I potty hottie. Now you're loving everything that you're doing on the Big Gen show, right? Well, I just—it's a lot of. I'm intimidated and why are you um, intimidated? Overwhelmed. You're a well, playmate too. I. <laughs> She's not the only playmate. So are you. Thank you. Um, I don't know. It's just a, it's a lot to learn. Not that I didn't learn everything. I Can know I just say something? Stanley. Look at look at my three guys. They're just sitting. The fact that they can cross their arms in radio goes to show this is going to be the easiest job that's ever happened. Not true. I've learned. Not true. Boy, that time's just coming at me fast and hot with these unmasked. I'm going to probably announce another one today. Get out. Yeah. Big one. Biggie. Small? Biggie. I can't wait. I wish it was Biggie Smalls. That'd be Biggie crazy. Smalls. <laughs> we're unmasking his ghost. Would it be a seance? Do you know that you just said we're unmasking his goat? What? That's the <laughs> dumbest thing ever. I meant to say ghost. That'll be bad. 
That's my goat impression. That's good. Yeah. They call you the goat man. Well, I'd like to do my own goat man movie. Are you freezing? Go turn the air no, down. No, I'm fine. Please. I'm good. No, don't, I'll turn don't it down. Even. Yeah. Don't even. Don't Girls do not like it as cold as boys. I'm writing a children's book called that. <laughs> Is that what it's called? Yeah. And the girls have blue lips. Yeah. The guys have blue balls. Right. That's exactly right. And I'm writing a... I'm writing a children's book for little girls right now called Honey, Where's Your Dick? And it's just a way to make them feel like, you know, just because they don't have everything to be a full human being doesn't mean that they're not people. They're just people without the most important part. They're lesser people. They're brain. Cock and bulls. They're dirt. Yeah. I'm writing a little book for boys called God Bless Your Cock and Bulls. <laughs> now, our good pal Artie. Uh, was in the heat yesterday, and the in the large heat because he was watching television as we all do, and then tweeting along with it. Live tweeting. Yeah, and then some of those tweets were taking the wrong way. Now, Chris, I'm going to have you read uh, Artie's tweets. And by the way, I'm going to say this: lovely man, so funny, very nice, also a very sweet guy. Okay. The first tweet. This chick on ESPN's first take is so fucking hot. Oh, that seems nice enough. Trying to maintain erection and jerk off to chick on first take, but <laughs> they keep cutting back to Stephen A. Smith and the white guy. Frustrating. I want the chick on first take to on first take to laugh at my white dick. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the scenario I'm using to jerk off to. Chick on first take. I'm Thomas Jefferson and she's my slave. She beats the shit out of me and runs free. Then I come and she's free. The oh. happiest ending ever. Oh. Then as reparations, I make Skip Bayless my slave. So everything on there was said politically correct, in my opinion. The slave wins, and then a white guy becomes a slave. <laughs> now, obviously, we know that he's joking. Um, we don't know, but we hope he's not using. I hope he's not using. Um, because this doesn't sound exactly Okay. But it just it's the it's the diatribe of it all. Yeah. Like I and also how is he jerking off if uh, he's going on Twitter? That's he's all I have not. a big question. He's having fun oh, and wait, making that's jokes. Not real? No. Oh. See, I'm gonna let you on. This is what some people call locker room talk, but it's not unlike the way men talk when not in public. Right. You know what I mean? He's shining a light on the way men talk when not in public. Men must hate that. But uh this is what gets to me about this. If this is so awful that already said this, why is it any more awful when these shit gets said every day on Twitter? Is it only because he has some fame? I think it's the diatribe. I think if it had been one blow, it would have been like, eh, already Lang. But then it's just like the kept going and going. Yeah, uh, I think it's because you saw. Uh, first of all, I would, uh, you know, I would never would have seen these if it, it didn't come out and they didn't want exactly. to pack them together like this. But the other thing is. If this is so awful that already said this, then why aren't we attacking everyone who says awful things all the time? Now, ESPN says they've banned Artie right. from their thing. But are they going to ban Ray Rice when he gets no. let back in? I mean, what is worse, saying something about a woman or, or knocking a fucking woman out. out in an elevator? It's just because Artie's famous. Now, they're also saying, oh, this, you can't say offensive things, and yet they use the term redskins, and even though it doesn't offend me, I know it offends some people. So 
What is the, how many people have to be offended before we say this thing is god awful? It doesn't make sense to right. me. Just stop being offended. Or act like, all right, if Other a man had already, are, yeah. everyone who says offensive things on the internet should be written up. Then most, a lot of people would be banned from the internet. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's the, fucking, the comments for anything. Any comment section on the internet is just filled with insanity and hatred and craziness. That's just how it is. That's what people like to fucking post on the internet. Uh, Andre's got a Chris complaint. Go ahead, Andre. Andre. Hey, <laughs> uh, so yesterday you guys were talking about Rihanna and so? how from Barbados, and you're taking your information from that idiot centaur calling us Barbodians. We actually like to be called Bajans. My family's from Barbados. Uh, I think Fez is the one that Barbadian. came up with that, right? What they were called? I, sa- I said Barbarians. Oh, oh. You, did, you said it as a joke. Yeah. And you gave us the right thing? I, according to the Wikipedia, she's Well, that bar- should be right. There we right? go. Barbadian. Yeah, well, if you want to live your life listening to Wikipedia, or you could take it from me. We like to call ourselves Bajan. I, I trust Wikipedia more. You don't know if you're from Barbados. You're probably just calling up a line. Why would somebody who wasn't say they were? <laughs> I would never say that. That's according to the Wikipedians, if that's what they like to be called. What do you want it colder? Yeah, it's hot now. I know. You're the one who got it, you know, turned down. I didn't say anything. Hot, I just cold, shivered. I know, but hot, yeah, shivering, that throws us off. Okay. I guess Jenny has everything just perfect over there. No, no. It's called yes, the, 70, I mean, yes. the 72 Degrees Show. 72 Degrees. Actually, we, we keep it on all the way down as well. That's Bruce in Louisiana. Yeah, for Comedy Central to put him off of the show with the stuff that they've aired with, I mean, South Park, the roast, the after midnight specials that they've showed, and they've never given any comedy any fucking scrutiny. And somebody tweets in their own time and they put him off the show. It's full. They've been way more racist. Well, they just ran his special the week before. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. That's exactly it. Um,. It doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense. Um, Matt, Chicago, you're on the Run of Fez show. Ronnie B, million bucks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I was wondering if you thought Artie would be, was going to end up getting banned from like the Tonight Show, because he always kills it on there. Well, they're not owned by the same company. I guess True, this means gonna, that, you know, maybe Jimmy Kimmel won't have him back. Since that's, that's all the same that's company. True. I don't know, it gets hard to tell because the companies just keep getting bigger and bigger. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe CBS owns Comedy Central. Yeah, oh, I think that's right. Yeah, they're Viacom. Yeah. Oh, it's so cray cray. Did you see that uh, Don't the Drink Responsible uh, thing last night on South Park? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we put it up on the iBang yet? Uh, I don't see it. It'll go up in just a little bit. Uh, what are the other big stories out there today? Eight six six Ron zero Fez eight six six Ron zero Fez. What is it for you, Chris? Oh, uh, the Navy SEAL who Captain Laden is coming out to tell his story of how it all went down. I've, uh, he did that a year ago, right? Yeah. I don't know or, why people are acting like we didn't watch this one sixty minutes over a year ago. Yeah, and now, well, now he's coming out again to talk about the lack of health care. He's, he's he's saying he's doing it for the for the for the guys out of the armed. The service. guys in the armed service aren't talking to him; they're pissed at him for talking. But again, I don't know why this thing regained. I watched this thing a year ago. Maybe this time he's in blackface. That's racial. 
God. Oh. One thing I hate is racial. Wow. Big Fez, what are the stories out there for you? Uh, Rose McGowan from Charm say, coming out well, against... She's a lot more than Charmed. Well, that's that's how... Uh, Marilyn Manson. That's how important she is. The beautiful is. people, the beautiful people. That when that when she's referenced, you have to go back to 2006 to find a show that she's done. No, she did uh, all those Robert Rodriguez movies, too. Grindhouse. Planet Terror. Yeah. And then beyond, the other ones that he's doing, where the Mexicans beat up the Americans. Oh, yeah. Uh, machete. Oh, the Machete films. So she said that uh, she's turned on the gay community saying they don't stand for anything anymore. All they want to fight for is to wear an orange Speedo on a float. Well, first of all, you're misquoting her. What she said was they don't stand for anything outside of themselves. So she said, you know, we did all this work for gay marriage for what? So guys could stand on floats wearing orange Speedos and doing Molly, right? Her point was this. They start to bring up, oh, you can be... Uh, hit with rocks in you know some Muslim country for being gay, and her point was, okay, why aren't you fighting for women too? Why aren't you out there doing something other than what is just yours, right? And I, I like she's already had to fucking backpedal because of this world that we're in. But when you just take interest in something that affects you, you're a fucking Republican at that point. The only real fucking people who could say, you know, if you're really going to act like you're a progressive person, it's when you fight for rights that aren't your own. It's like when somebody goes up and goes, I'm going to raise money for breast cancer because my mother and sister have breast cancer. Well, yeah, that affects your life now. I'm more impressed when someone goes, I have no idea of anyone who's ever had breast cancer, but I'm fighting so no one else gets it. That's way more impressive to me. And that's why I say this, and I'll point it out and I'll mean it. The only true liberal people are white American males because they have nothing to fucking gain <laughs> from voting that way. But for a gay person to be for gay rights is like a fucking CEO saying I'm for corporate rights. It's embarrassing. If anything. And she is right. Until fucking gay groups get out and battle for shit other than their own, well, who cares? Um, but anyway, that's just uh, that's just my opinion. Uh, Jim, Boston, you're on the Ronnie Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah. How you doing? Hey, I was wondering, any, any chance uh, 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 doing Anthony Cormier's show? There was more than just a chance. I applied to be his producer. What happened? Garrett, <gasps> a.k.a. Club Stanky, uh, got the gig. That was mine. <laughs> you would have been so good. Um, but obviously I would love to do that show. I, was, I didn't go to this stand-up show the other night, and I understand that they were putting me and Anthony at the same table, and I would have had a chance to have the radio war face-to-face. -face. But would I love to sit down and discuss the radio war with Anthony? 100%. Do I trust that when I, once I go in there, I won't be taken hostage? Will you come out alive? Yeah. I don't know. That I don't know. Let me tell you something. It's been a while since you guys have really 
uh, sparked the the radio war. Lit it up a little bit. A yeah, a little bit. I think it's time. Um, this was written to me. How come Fez never answered you on your diatribe? I see that I went off a little bit, Fez, but I guess that you cannot fight the logic that I came up with. Well, I still, I think that she acts like that's the only thing that gays fight for is to have a parade. No, gay she's marriage saying, is legal in 32 states now. The right. fighting is being done. Right, but she said that women help them get that, and they never come out for fucking women's rights. That's the thing when people read a fucking article and cannot understand what the woman was saying. She is right. When people only fight for their own stuff. It's like the Kennedys with the Civil War. Or Civil Rights, not the Civil War. Yeah, when the Kennedys started the Civil War. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) No, I mean like, uh, Joseph, not Joseph, his son. Jack Kennedy? Bobby Kennedy? Bobby. Yeah. With the Civil Rights Movement. Yeah, he was a white guy. White guy in the South. Yeah, he's like this, I'm not getting anything out of this. But, uh, no, if he was down in the South fighting for Irish Catholics' rights, we're like, of course you are. Right. That means nothing. But when Al Sharpton, does it ever once occur to Al Sharpton to do something for white women? No. No. That's why no one listens to Al Sharpton. Because he knows he just wants his stuff for the Al Sharpton types. uh, We got this uh, piece up on Drink Responsibly. Uh, South Park just did this, and it's. I think it's going to change the way people drink. I really do. You, friends, fun, drink, hot girls, you're hot, drink more, expensive cars, ass, drink, ass, money, you in a tuxedo, threesome, vodka, pussy, drink, 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 you, drink, Vegas, fun, pussy, you in a tuxedo, this girl, vodka, drink, 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 drink it all, you pussy, more tuxedos, more cars, more pussy, more vodka, drink, drink, drink. Please drink responsibly. Wow. That's nice. Really hits it home. It's got I'm going to put head. something out, too. Before I go on Anthony Cumia's show. Yeah. He's got to come on this show. Is it going to be a, a call-in? <laughs> no. He's got to make his way up here to the 36th floor. In person. Yeah. However he can. And then it's radio wartime. <laughs> Bop. Ba-dum. Um, Nick in New York. Hey, how you doing, guys? It's really nobody's business. <laughs> hey, uh, no, you know, I was looking at that Artie Lang story. And I don't understand. They're saying that he was implying, like, rape with her. I don't understand. Well, he's a rape fantasy. It is a bit of a rape fantasy. I think what they were saying is that everyone was uncomfortable seeing race and sexuality and coming brought up at the same time. Don't they, forget the whipping. And the whipping. Um, they were they were saying like he was implying he wanted to rape her or something. Well, if she's her, if she's he his wanted slave, to be in a rape uh, fantasy, right? But she would they get away, and then he, he would come. To be raped himself by her. Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess I could see that, but I don't see how. You know what I mean? It just didn't really make sense the way people are overreacting to these tweets. Um. Yeah, I think, I think we would uh, all agree uh, with that. Uh, here is, this is Charlie, you're on the Run Fez show. Ronnie B, if Rose McGowan is right that only gays care about themselves and only Fez cares about himself, therefore by logic, Fez is gay, so get off his back. Well, somebody should get on his back, but 
I'm only saying this, and by the way, she's already walked this back because the Lord knows you sh- you should have any logic. But you could say this about any group in the world. I bring up the breast cancer, and those people will like fucking elbow out other kinds of cancer. You know what I mean? Dude, that's competition for them. Yes, <laughs> everyone is just after their thing, which is why we're all Republicans in this country. Yep. We just want our thing and keep the brown people out down in Mexico. Build a wall. No one wants to build. I want to build a wall across Canada, keep the white people out. That Pontaine. We got enough white people here. We'll actually build the thing over Canada to keep the white people in. Our white people <laughs> who are trying to escape to Canada. Are they still trying to do that? Um, Johnny in Queens, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yes, hello, guys. Uh, Jenny Hutt, radio personality, will be on the talk at 2 o'clock this afternoon, Channel 2. What's she going to be talking about? I have no idea. Just says radio personality, Jenny Hutt. So make sure I got a CBS up there so I can see radio personality, <laughs> Jenny Hutt. She'll be talking to the ladies. Yeah. Okie doke. I love it. I don't know why she never tells us when she's going on stuff. I guess she thinks that we'll tease. You guys don't tease her. She hates us. I know, I know she hates you, but she doesn't hate me. Good. I'm glad she hates me. Then. Why don't you just turn the channel instead of fucking going back and forth? <laughs> it takes you forever to do stuff. It's like you don't have Because you ever get around to thinking of your comeback? No, not yet. Okay. When you get it, you got two minutes. Two minutes rebuttal. Or remote. Uh, I think I'm ready to announce the next Ooh. Unmasked. Now, we did all the imaging we talked about where we got the drops of him doing stand-up and the whole thing. No. No, we don't have that. I just talked to you guys about this 15 minutes ago. I know. Why isn't it done? I did not move fast enough. Let me guess. The recorder broke? And then you had to transcribe it off the top of your head? I had to, I was transcribing the Ron White bit, but then I realized, wait a minute. Oh! oh you gave it away! Oh. You gave it away! What an asshole! We were going to do a whole big thing I'm a dick. about how Ron White <laughs> was going to be here oh, next week. And we would be doing Unmasked with Ron White and to go to the Interrobang. And you, who still can't find CBS after fucking 15 minutes, <laughs> you bury the lead. Oh. Wow. That, my friend, is lack of professionalism. It's stupidity. All because you forgot to transcribe the wrong wipe. That's, that's what happened. Ugh. Um, here's uh, Carl in Vermont. You're on the Run Fest show. Uh, hey, Ron. Uh, you know, I was listening to what you said about people only caring about themselves. You know, donations towards fighting Ebola in Africa could really make a difference um, in curtailing that disease. You know, if we had something like what we did for the Ice Bucket Challenge, um, we could really help there. But people don't care about Ebola. But, hey, ALS might affect us, so let's donate all towards that. It's true, and I really I want to do a boiling water challenge, <laughs> where you got to sit there and pour boiling water over your head. Well, you'll get clean from that Ebola. That's the only way to get rid of it. 
Somebody told me, too, that if you get the Ebola, Tic Tacs is all you really need. It just fights it off. Oh, do you put it in the wound? There's no Yeah, wound. put everything in the wound. Sure, sure. Remember when Chris fucked up our announcement? I don't remember that. Yeah. Let's go back I, in time like it never happened. Uh, Jason in Birmingham. Hey, Ron, I just... First of all, I can't believe that's how I just found out it was Ron White. Like, I don't even, I just can't believe that's just how I found that out. I don't know, it's what it was, that's unreal. Thank yeah. you, Chris. Thank you so much, Chris. Appreciate it, buddy. Hey, look, I was just telling you, you're so right about people just caring about themselves. I'm a head of a progressive group in Alabama, and I'm a white male that benefits none from what I do. And when we, we I, I was in a, I spoke at a rally for migrant workers in the state, and thousands showed up on the steps of Montgomery. And then two weeks later, I was asked to go and speak at a rally for uh, marriage equality. And so I asked all the people from the migrant worker thing, well, why don't y'all come out and, and help with this? None of them showed up. I went, I was in the gay pride parade. You can imagine my family turned on TV. Why is Jason in the gay pride parade? So then uh, two weeks after that, I'm doing a thing for women's health care choices. And uh, I asked all the people from the gay rights parade, why don't y'all come out to the women's health care choice rally? None of them. I help all these different groups, but I can never get one group to be a part of helping the other group. It's just insane. It's insane. And to see the gays are crying about getting fucking eight people in the Irish parade and not the fact that women get hit with rocks till they die over in the Muslim countries if they end up blowing someone, it should be pointed out. And not just pointed about, out about gays, but everybody who just only cares about their shit. I am not fucking impressed that gays want gay rights. Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? That's the same thing that a fucking guy who owns a corporation going, I don't want to pay taxes. I would like more money. I like more money from my money tree. Remember when Chris gave that thing like, we're going to do the whole big build up. We never played the piece. Nothing got played today. We've never played the New York Comedy Festival thing. Nothing gets done unless people think it has to do with them. <laughs> That's why the only liberal. That guy who just called in, he's the original. He's the charity jump around. Jump around. Do, jump around. Do, do, jump around. Um, he did the the... Red carpet last night. Oh. Yeah, he did the big red carpet. He interview? Or he yeah, was on? Yeah, he it? interviews. No, he doesn't get on it. He's on it, I guess. Oh, there it is. Uh, Jim. Jim, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Um, I just heard from some dickweed on the radio that you might be interviewing Ron White. Is that true? Yes, oh. it's an unmasked. It should have been a grand announcement. Uh. And, uh, you go over to the Interabang. You sign up. It's going to be a great day. We just found out about this minutes ago. We're rushing and to make it great. And we're like, everyone's going to love this. And he's a major star. And normally when he comes here to New York, he'll play Radio City, 5,000 seats. But he's coming in here in front of a small audience to do Unmasked. Should be fantastic. Loving the fact that he's the only comic left that can still smoke cigars on stage. He, you know. What day? He deserved a very big announcement. Not some practicing alcoholic slurring his name out nonchalantly. I think he's pretty good at it. I don't think he has to practice anymore. Oh, shit. What the fuck is that supposed to (laughs) mean? I think you know what it means. If I was you, I'd keep it quiet, Chris, because remember what you just did. Yeah, I fucked up. Girth. Hey, Girth. You're on the Ron Face Show, Girth. 
Hi, Ronnie. Yeah. How are you, pal? Good, pal. Hey, <laughs> hey uh, not to be selfish and switch gears, but uh, have you heard about the Foo Fighters announcement of the uh, new uh, show on the uh, 4th of July at, at D.C.? Tell me about it. It's going to be RFK Stadium. Um, they've got Foo Fighters, Buddy Guy, Guy Clark, uh, Hart, LL Cool J. It's going to be a, an interesting lineup. What year is this? Well, this is the reason why they're doing it is the Foo Fighters have been doing this documentary. Every Friday night, they're in a different city. You learn about the history of that city. They've been to Chicago, D.C. Uh, last week was Nashville. The show has been fantastic. It's been fascinating. We basically watched Dave Grohl put together a song last week, and by the end of it, he plays this song that's amazing, based on everything that happened in the in the episode. It's one of the best things I've ever seen musically in my life. And it should be talked about, like gay groups should get behind this and start saying, please. He has Chris Stanley here. The Foo Fighters are the coolest fucking group right now. Now, the uh, Dave Grohl said this, and this is going up on the Interabang, if not up already. Um, but Dave Grohl says he does not like it when a band goes out and performs their classic album. You know when a band will go out and do their classic album, he says it's lazy, and I have to. I've seen it done before. Have you guys ever went to see that? Yeah, I saw a Pixie show. What did, did you uh, think? They did Bossa Nova. They ripped through the album, and then they did all their a bunch of other songs afterwards. Right. I I liked it. I because I, I thought it was fun. I liked I, it. I've seen it done before, and I have to say this. And I didn't know this before I went. But the sequencing to listening to an album, then playing it live is totally different. And it seemed awkward to see it done live like that. Now, the only other case, of course, is what if you saw Live at Budokan be done by Cheap Trick, which is them doing a live album. And they go out and do that. And then I could pretend I'm a little Asian girl. <laughs> you to want me i think that would be cool like if uh if if you went and saw i don't know i'll, I'll just take it and say some of the great live albums of all time but if you saw the jay giles band perform their albums i think i would like that so but, if they're live albums it's cool it's okay but if they're in the studio well do there's not no do it. real live albums that were big post like 1979 you know, the for some reason, the video age killed live albums. And the radio star. Um, they really did. Um, this is Gary. You're on the Run of Fez show, Gary. Hey, what's up, Ron? Hey, buddy. Uh, I wanted to make a comment about the... Uh, a comment that you made about the... Uh, Gays and homosexuals. Well, go ahead. Feel free. Uh, science proves that when a child is conceived, that they have two chromosomes that either decide if they're going to be a male or a female. And you got cases where a child that a male is born and he has a female brain and female emotion 
This is seriously. I cannot yeah. believe it's not 1951. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's get something straight. Gay people are not males with female brains <laughs> and female emotions. Actually, 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 science has proven that. No, no, science has not. What scientist? His barber. That's not what a gay person is. <laughs> a gay person is not a male with a female brain. Okay, explain. That. No, I'm not going to explain that. <laughs> That's not what makes someone gay. All right. Tell me what makes somebody gay. Uh, I, Fez thinks it's predetermined. I think it's a choice, and a lot of those choices are, you know, based on things that you saw or heard or felt when you were a child. I don't see, uh, but neither one of us, that it hasn't been proven either way. But at the same time, what I say doesn't mean to get, you know, by saying it's a choice doesn't mean that people should try to stop people from being gay. And that's why Fez worries when I call it choice. I think Fez is a living example of someone who made the choice later in life, much later in life. And if he had to put it on his driver's license, whether he was straight or gay, he would have put straight when he first got his driver's license. So the fact that he decided later in life proves to me that is choice. And then this is also a choice that he's decided not to act on, which even takes it to another fucking... It's Inception. Yeah. But <laughs> if, if you're saying people just... Like, if I said to you, are you more uh, males or females for you? Uh, to have sex with? Yeah. Males. And yet, I'm going to guess... Most of the males on the planet don't even slightly turn you on. And I think that's true of everybody, you know, of everybody. So you're not attracted to males. And and, to, and the point of it being a female brain versus yeah. a male brain is you, you don't know anything about the gay male sex drive to even make that point, because women don't have the same sex drive as gay males. I, I'm, I am. I might be overstating it, but that is the most ridiculous so you feel that uh, that gay males have a much higher uh, sex drive than females? I yes. And yet, I met some females with crazy sex drives. And, and I, but have, I mean, the mass majority of gay males, with the exception of some, um, hello, hello, um, have a, a higher sex drive than most. Women. Well, they have the sex. They have the sex drive of a male. A man, basically, right? Yeah. Because their brain is yeah. is a man's brain. Well, it's just a brain. I don't it's think a, it is I a male know. brain or a female brain. It's There's not a little fucking cock and balls or a vagina <laughs> on the brain. But I like science has proven. But I really want to meet this scientist. He's amazing. He's amazing. Um, Clayton, you're on the Run of Fez show. What's up, Ron? Yeah. So, the guy that just came on, he, he's a complete fucking idiot, for one. Whatever. Um, you know, I believe that names. when women are born, all women are attracted to women, naturally. I think all women are bisexual, what? for one. <laughs> Well, I would, I would, what you're saying is the reason why they're not is suppression from society. I would also make the point to Michelle that at least where I grew up, little girls are taught not to be, uh, 
Uh, right. As sexual as little boys. So yes. a very big part of why they're not on the prowl as much is they pay a much higher price from society to get out there. That's you know what I mean? very true. I agree. I agree. But the, but the women, all women being attracted to females, I don't, I don't believe is true either. I don't know. Uh, see, here's the thing. I would imagine if left alone, all of us would be wanting just to feel good. You know what I mean? Sure. So the fact is, for a blowjob would be a blowjob, or getting face would be getting face, regardless of who was giving it to you, right? It's up. You have to be somehow taught. You know what I mean? Which one is the one that's going to give you which, the pleasure? Yeah, and which one is the one to go, oh my God, this means something if right. I let this, you know. Again, do we train ourselves once we're in a relationship to stick with that relationship? You know, it doesn't certainly come natural to any dude I've ever met in right. my life. You have to be trained to say, oh, you are something bad if you keep going out and enjoying yourself. And that's... Rogers and Hammerstein said it best. You've got to be taught. You've got to be taught. Chris, where's the Rogers and Hammerstein? <laughs> Why is he playing all the time? All the time? Yes, I'm smoking a fucking telescope that you gave me. From the from, future. Yeah, from the future, the Rhode Island future thing. What are they Please called? Let's do that again. It's, these are Tesla Sidewinders. <laughs> Angrier. So Tesla mad. Sidewinder Woods. They're coming from the Float Culture Smoke Shop in Rhode Island. Thanks at the Blake RI on Twitter. So that's all we're saying. That this that these things have way more layers than any of us even think. Um David in Tennessee, you're on the run and fast show. Hey Ronnie. Just one time I want someone to call in and say something stupid. And not say it in my accent. You never hear someone say something that dumb in someone other than an accent like mine. I don't know. There's Staten Island calls that, you know what I mean? I could have pictured somebody from a Staten Island brain, saying one of them's brain. Um, a male brain? Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Science has proven. Um, here is Tom in Jersey. You're on the Run and Fed show. Hey, Ronnie. Uh... I want to say, if a band is going to play a song or uh, an album uh, and they promote their show like that, I think it's better, I think it works better if they mix it in with, you know, other songs, because they don't go sequentially, because a lot of the fun, fun of being at a show is like the unpredictableness of what they're going to play next. There is some truth to be to say to saying that. Even though when you go to see certain shows, you know you're going to hear certain songs. I cannot stand it to go to a show and have people bitch about what they didn't play. And I'm like, that's not what we saw tonight. We saw a live show. I've, if you see the Almond Brothers, and I've seen them, they've been around for 40 years, you know you've heard fucking whipping posts. So <laughs> calm your ass down if you didn't hear it one time. People freak out at fish shows over that, like if they have to play this certain songs or else they think this whole show's ruined. When we saw Bruce Springsteen and his wonderful E Street band playing Harlem for us, were you at that show, Michelle? I wasn't invited. Um, I'm invited because I'm a big time radio personality. Right. Okay? I'm one of the banner personalities that needs to be banner. promoted. Yes. See that banner? I'm, I'm looking at the banner. Yeah. I'm Gil's go to boy. That's what he calls me. Every time Gil sees me, he's like, Where's my go to boy? 
Let me hop on your back and ride it around the track. Squeal like a pig. So, uh, everybody was excited that night. The Springsteen heads. And there's plenty of them in here. Oh, there are a lot. For a song that was not played, apparently the first time since 1975. And people were thrilled that Bruce didn't play Born to Run. And they're like, this is the first show since 1975. He didn't play it. And they were just, they thought it was, they were high-fiving. <laughs> and they thought it was so historic. And I had to say to him. Well, it's not a real show. It's a radio broadcast. <laughs> I, mean, he does, I mean, I've seen him on Saturday Night Live not play it. I've seen him on The Tonight Show not play it. I don't think you've seen a real Bruce Springsteen show here tonight. You saw a radio broadcast. And the pain that gave them. Yeah, bring them down. The pain of the logic. Fez, you got your two-minute rebuttal. No, I don't. That would have been the time for it. Would have been a good two minutes. You could have just just put it out there. Schooled us. But you get all the Twitter hashtags, don't you? There were some pretty good ones. I mean, is that okay? That yeah, I... go ahead. You want to say oh, some no, of I, them? I, 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 one of them really made me laugh. What was it? Say it. Uh, i got to find it. Now I've stopped everything. No, that's okay. Uh, the not talking heads. That was, All right. That, oh, no, boy. we're not. Look, it works for him. It's fu- but that was a funny. It's just that it's funny, right? I like funny. You you didn't th- you didn't find it, Fez? I didn't find it all that funny. Maybe you maybe were... that's just my girl brain. Oh, I got dissed. callback. You did a callback, didn't you? Yes. Um, let's go over here. Uh, Doug, you're on the Run Fez show. Ronnie. Let me just bring up what, you know, now that people are telling me what it is. This, they seem to believe the favorite depressed mode would be Fez's (laughs) fucking band. (laughs) Depressed mode. (laughs) Go ahead, Doug. Ronnie, how's your gay male brain today? Well, it seems to be doing okay for myself. (laughs) Well, my gay female brain been better yeah so you guys talk about playing sequential albums live let me bring up the exception to the rule okay what about watching roger waters do dark side or do the wall how do you play those in sequentially well no we're saying that that's the way that it's done uh, but yeah i would agree with that i mean it's like going to see you know jethro tall do you know thick as a brick or a passion play you're pretty much stuck with it aren't you yeah 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 a little more, there's a little more theatric involved in those. It's operetta, almost. I yeah, yeah, I would agree. You got me, and I did see. Well, I saw Pink Floyd do Dark Side before, and uh, yeah, so I have not gotten to see that, but hopefully I I'll live to see that day. Can I'm I tell? I've told this on the air before, but um, so we go and see him, and we take our. LSD, and we sit there, we're sitting, yeah, that was the drug to hallucinate and enjoy ourselves, and they came out, and they play, you know, the the Wish You Were Here album entirely, you know, through, and we had never heard it before, and then we're hearing all these songs, and and the album wasn't going to come out for like another few months, and then he does all of Dark Side, and then uh, they do uh, Metal. So I'm like, this was a very strange and enlightening night. Thank you. And the drugs are just now starting to, you know, come down a little bit. 
I've uh, we uh, do a show the wall the whole of the wall. We haven't done it in a few years, but uh, I play mother. You and your band? I don't have a band, but I I was asked to be mother. Who who do you do it with? Uh, this uh, this guy at the pit, and we haven't done it for probably. Uh, the last time I was pregnant, so five years. I'm going to go there to the pit and see you do it, and then I'm going to jump into the pit and try to love someone. You should. And a whole bar with the bar thing. Just do it. we got a break here. Can you hang out or you got to go? I, I, look, I'm just going to look at my emails while we break. Okay. Cool. Cool. We'll be right back, Ski. Uh, Ron and Fez show. Ron and Fez on Raw Dog. Morning, one of the, the greats, their own, uh, as they remember Robin Williams, and that includes my next guest who wrote jokes for Robin Williams. Uh, he, Robin Williams, gave uh, my next guest, Jeffrey Gurian, this autographed photo with a thank you note. This goes all the way back from 1991, and Jeffrey Gurian joins me now. Jeffrey Gurian, how far back do you go with Robin Williams? You know, first of all, let me just say shout out to Nick Crow <laughs> because there's too much to anything. I'm recognized everywhere. I'm getting back to Robin Williams. <laughs> Never met the man. Uh, but I did see a TV show back in the 70s called Mark and Mindy. Now, it was up against another show called Fantasy Island. And on that show, they would, you, know, you would go to this island, and then your fantasy would come true. What about from when you go way back, as you mentioned, late 70s, early 80s, you talk about first meeting him, you talk about writing the jokes. Can you tell me just one story from your experience with him? Well, years ago, I was in dentist school, and there was a play going on called Don't Drink the Water by Mr. Woody Allen. I wanted to go there with a very beautiful girl. And I did. I took the beautiful girl there. Well, what do you know? Woody Allen strips her. And I go, Woody, she's 19. I don't even see why you're interested. Because if he sees a pubic hair, he'll throw up. You know? Okay. Now, I dress like this because when there's a missing child, I want the police to come to my house immediately. <laughs> They're over just banging. Jeffrey, you know where she is. For the sake of her mother, just tell us where the body is. That's what we focus so much on with, um, with a, someone who studies to suicide and depression so much last hour, uh, Jeffrey Gurry, and thank you so much. Jeffrey, thank you. Ron and Fez on Raw Dog. Raw Dog. Comedy Hits. Channel 99. Yeah, buddies, it's the Ron Fez Show. It's all part of this big New York uh, comedy festival. Uh, and there's only one person who goes everywhere there is to go, grabs everybody there is to grab. And that's because he jumps around. It's Jeffrey Gurian. Jeffrey Gurian, how you doing, buddy? Doing great, man. I'm tired, but great. Very exciting week at the New York Comedy Festival. You having a great good time? Unbelievable. I, mean, I saw pictures of you on the red carpet. Everybody's dressed to the nines. You you rock the wife beater. And I said, that's, what, that's, that's impressive. That's, that's balls, right? I, that's impressive. Sticking with my summer look, man. I'm trying to keep it going through the winter. 
You, <laughs> you're going to keep the wife beater on all winter? I'm trying. I'm yeah. doing my best. Who do you got with it's you been, today? I got a guy with me today who's totally blowing up. I mean, he's just, he's getting huge. I was at his recent one-hour Comedy Central special called Full-Time Magic at the Gramercy Theater. And it's Nate Bargatze is here with me today. Nate, buddy. Thank you. You know, he's right. You're the person everybody's talking about. You know, that's, uh, you know, that's very, it's nice, you know. It's very, very nice. Are you picking that up for your angle? Are you picking up that you're, you're getting all this hot buzz? Or? That it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, I think so. You yeah. know, there's stuff that's, everybody's very nice. And uh, my special, a lot of comedians came out and uh, were very supportive. So, uh, you know. Who was all there? Him. Who all uh, was there to hang that night? Uh, Big J. Yeah. Elkerson, Dan Soder, Luis Gomez. Luis, uh, Jay Gomez opened. Yeah, he yeah. opened for you, and it was great. When uh, You're talking about an opening by the Puerto Rican rattlesnake. Yes. <laughs> the real deal dude. Yeah. Uh, so it's an amazing <laughs> night for, for you, though, right? When you yeah. know you've worked how many years to get to that point? Uh, Twelve. See, that's the thing people don't understand. Twelve years to get that hour of material yeah. that you can be proud of mm -hmm. and say, this represents me. Yeah. There's very few professions in the art that it would take that long before you say, here is an hour. Yeah, Isn't that amazing? And not everybody gets that shot either. No, you're very, very right about that. Only a couple of people got that chance to even say that. Yeah. But here's the other different thing. Now that you've got that hour, let's say once Aerosmith had that hour. They've been playing that hour for the rest of their lives. Mm -hmm. And Nate, we're going to say to you, great hour, never tell us that again. Never <laughs> bring up those topics again, goddammit. And I think that's when I will start going back down. But I had that hour! <laughs> you loved it! Right. I have a few months until it airs before. You know, yeah, going out and banging it out. Yeah, so now, yeah, I'll just try to make whatever money I can. And well, see, that's the other weird thing. If you when you get that hot hour and it gets on Comedy Central, and people have never saw you before, they want to see you. You need another hour yeah. for them. They want to come right out. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, it's interesting to like do it. That's the, it's because the, it's the first time up leading this. Like you said it's twelve years, so it's twelve years to build that first hour. You know, you just takes. There's no pressure. It's like you just figure it all out, and then once you release it. This this is the first time where it's like now I've started. Wow! I have thirty seconds of a new hour. So. That's crazy, and you, and it, and you're slugging it out to get that thirty seconds. Yeah, you're like yeah, thank God. A, never so long we say it's thirty seconds. seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you 30 seconds of material, ladies and gentlemen. I think you're going to Guys, yeah, I'm just, just go out in between comedians. Did you last really long? It's the 30-second Comedy Central special. That's going to be the new. I Actually, okay. with the way people's ADD is going, we're probably not that far from that at well, all. Vine, so. Vine, look at Vine. It's six seconds. And does not Vine sometimes feel too long? I've had, I've had Vines where I go, 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 yeah, go. Yeah. I know I've done it with YouTubes. Like, there was, a, there was a cute little girl who was singing opera on YouTube. And everybody was gathering around watching it, and I was a minute in, and I know that I had to go another minute and a half, and I'm like, I don't. Everyone's loving this, but I feel like I just want to get away from her. You can't. I do feel it. like I've got it. I thought it was a Facebook yeah. video about they had like sounds of like space. Yeah, and uh, they could somehow made it like where you can they can hear it where the where humans can hear the sounds of space so this is crazy scientific stuff and i mean i'm just skipping i'm like just trying to be well what does earth sound like and this is like i don't know the craziest thing in the world right and i could care less right. i don't know what to do with it yeah my life's not going to change so 
you just kind of skip through. And you're so like, oh. wait, you're telling me like there's just sounds in space that no one's yeah they did yeah because there's like no sound in space. Look, I'm not in space. I'm not no the one brightest, can hear you so I shouldn't have even started this yeah. conversation. No. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's no sound in space. But so they but they had somehow transformed it to where we would what it would sound like if it was, it like, was sound. If it was sound. I, I I'm gonna make you feel really smart right now. Isn't there parts of space where our television is being played. Well, is, all that, of that. is that from everything cartoons? has shot out, right? So everything that ever happened is still shooting out from space. So even radio, right? Right. If you did, I did radio twenty some years ago. That's still traveling out. My first mm-hmm. broadcast is mm-hmm. still traveling somewhere out. out there, and everybody's is. And you know, at some point, some civilization, it'll reach them, and they'll go like this. Some of this music's pretty good. You know, you listen for the first 20 years, I didn't get crazy about it. But then around 1954, <laughs> and when I heard Rocket 88 on that planet, uh, that's when that's I liked it. That's where they really it. hit yeah. their stride. Yeah. But they don't even know what disco is. Whoever's out there, they still haven't they made haven't the I should disco. Go. I could go do my hour for those people <laughs> yeah, for those quite people. a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing. Now, this always gets to me about space, right? Mm. Now, we're in space. We're not just looking up in space. We're part of space, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yet, as far as we can see, in any direction, this is the only fucking place for us. Everything else would kill us to go there. Right, exactly. There's nothing else we can breathe. It's too cold. It's too hot. Anywhere else in eternity but this one skipping stone that we're on, it's just a stone and moss, mm-hmm. this is all we have. And why are we fucking it up? Why are we fucking worrying about anything else? Why are we fighting? Why are we mm-hmm. jealous? Why are we exactly. worrying? You know, why do we have anxiety? Eczema. I'll tell you this. I <laughs> wish we had a wish we had a bigger planet. We need. I, yeah. I feel feel a little. You know, a little confined. Yeah, I like to get out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Get around the universe. Yeah. It's such a weird thought. It's like thinking about infinity. You know, yeah. when you think about infinity, like as far out as your mind can imagine, you're just starting. No, I that can't. freaks this me out. That, yeah. As far yeah, out as you can possibly I know, but see, think here's the thing: I did do acid beginning. today. Pardon so me, that you did do acid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did do some acid so earlier. I thought it was going to be a regular day. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know everyone was going to get so heavy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, see, here's the thing: too, when people talk about eternal life, that sounds exhausting to me. I yeah. don't know if I can give somebody eternity. Yeah. You know, like I don't know if I could put up with seeing you guys in another eight hundred thousand years. I could do eternal sleep. You know, like. Like, I oh, that. did you hear Nate has a new album out? Fuck <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Not laughs> new stuff. Jeez. Just writing it's it out. It's that same he's hour. still yeah. trying to be funny after all these years. But it's just us, so yeah. all my jokes are going to be about all of us. Like, so I just have to like corner everybody. Yeah. And just, yeah. It's like, how many millennium do you have to wait to do the same material? Yeah, but, come back uh, yeah after a while. <laughs> I'll take Eventually, people won't remember. But if you think, now, do you believe in eternal life? Jeffrey, is I'm that... open to all positive thoughts. You all know right. why? Because it's arrogant to say that you know that something is true or it isn't. How Are you open to any negative yeah. thoughts? I try not to be. I don't want to. I don't want to engage. Oh, you're you're yeah. up. I don't want negative. I don't want negative uh, energy. Why? 
You want some negative energy. Because it could affect me. I'm surrounded by negative energy. I don't have to even ask for that. You just pointed at Chris. What's in the world? It's out there in the world. Just step outside your door and you'll know what it is, you know? So I try and limit. I try and censor my life and just bring positive things into it. I just, I'm more comfortable around negativity. Are you really? Yeah, I just feel like, oh, I recognize this. I get this. Like sees Well, so that you can avoid it. I don't know. It's just like it's what I've always been around, you know? Yeah, Most but you're a positive energy guy. Oh, I don't think so. You don't, I don't think, think so, you really? Think I am, Dufus. Um, would you say I'm a negative guy or a positive guy? I'd say you're more of a negative guy. Really? Yeah. I don't get that at all. Around so, him, so, well, but he's around you more. <laughs> I only yeah. see you. At he brings time. out the negative. <laughs> don't you I, get some plugs for uh, Nate Fuzz? Yes, we do. Here is your Ron and Fez New York Comedy Festival calendar update. Here's who's funny tonight. It's Nate Bergazzi. He's performing tonight at the UCB East at 10.30 p.m. That's part of the New York Comedy Festival. Go to nycomedyfestival.com for tickets for Nate's show tonight. Tonight. Thank you. And Jeffrey Gurian's with us. Nice plug. It's nice. Yeah. No, it's awesome. Jeffrey Graham from ComedyMattersTV.com. You can see him, I think, at everything at the New York Comedy Festival this week. Where are you going tonight? You're going to be at every show at once. Well, there's... uh Tonight's Look, the you big got it party. all written down, like in a little thing. I because I can't remember, man. Yeah. It's crazy, you know. Sashir is doing a show too at UCB. I want to go see Nate for sure. You got to go see. You know, Nate. I got to go see Nate at ten thirty. Yeah, exactly. And then there's stuff at Creek in the Cave. I don't even know if I can get out there in time. Then the big parties tonight, the opening party, you know, for the festival, and that's going to be huge. And I got to be at that, so I'm going to have to, you know, I'm working on is that, that space open to the time general continuum. Public? I'm sure it's not. No, yeah. it's going to be. That's why I'm not saying where is it is. Is it one of these parties? The old school, like you came in? <laughs> Back in the old days, remember? Back in the day. Everybody yeah, in their exactly. fucking white beaters just yeah. cutting rails and enjoying? Yeah, exactly. Mm. I don't know what it's going to be. I know it's going to be something special, though, for sure. Sweet. Yeah. Do you own that, Michelle? Of course I am. Yeah. It just sounds like too much cocaine for me to be there. You know what I mean? I'm trying to stay I away don't know from about it. that. I just know it's a it's a party, and if it's yeah. a party, then we have to be there. No, you never it's get into no drugs, what? right? Uh, no. I mean, <laughs> nobody knows. Would you like to? Or you just... I'm trying to get into drugs, yeah. so I would like to start now. I think it's good to start late in life. Well, once your album comes out, now you're Miles Davis. You know yeah. what I mean? At this point, yeah. you start to shoot heroin and stay in your room, no yes. matter what else is going on. Yeah. And then you just come out and do your same act. But then you're like a legend. <laughs> right. Like you're it's a legend. mythical. Yeah. So you just come out very randomly, still do the same act. And yeah. you just go back. And then go right cr- back into your Crawl room. back into my hole. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, James Brown, there was a thing like where all the soul acts were, you know, together. It was like a, a comedy festival of soul acts in Vegas. And everybody was walking around, meeting people, shit. And James Brown wouldn't come out of his room. And they're like, James, you're going to come down? And he goes, no, these people need to see James Brown on stage, not walking around a fucking casino. And I'm like, there is some truth to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think there's something really cool about who is that that guy other than when he's on stage yeah you can you can build like a you know i don't know you don't know where guys live and you don't know what their yeah. life's like you don't know they're just like yeah he just does that that's how we were talking about prince last week like you just can't pick prince is somewhere right now he, yeah maybe yeah. watching tv right oh there's jenny there hot yeah there she is 
That's a friend who works here. The 39-year-old oh, yeah. actress has a lot going on right now. She's got she's got her new cosmetics company and two small children with husband. I'm going to text her why she's doing this because I bet she'll answer. So, yeah. <laughs> she can't live. To try to distract her on the and air. In a it does. She says life is a d distraction to her. That's her, the girl with the red hair. Yeah. Yeah. Date night is always about trying new restaurants or eating food on the couch and watching Top Chef, which we did last night. So, ladies, is your partner ever a bad influence? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm the bad influence. Really? Yeah. So I mean, she's as good as those other people. Diet. He'll go on a sure. diet, but I'm always the one who's like, we should get dessert. We should get an extra. Yeah. I wonder why He's she got really bumped out of her show. Do you know? I don't know. I don't know. Which show's there now? Um, Dirty Sexy like Funny with Jenny McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy works here now. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were friend to Aisha Tyler. She's so funny. She's you're, fun with, you're friends with her? I know her. I don't, I'm not friends with her, but I think Are she's you friends great. with anyone or you just know them, Jeffrey? I just know them. I'm yeah. not friends with anyone. Really. Oh, that's so lonely. Yeah, See, that's he's sad. a mystery. That I know. Just yeah. makes me it's like it's so hard sad. to believe that Jeffrey has pets or did anything normal. Yeah. <laughs> Try to guess what kind of animals oh. he has. Birds. Birds. Okay, what would you say? <laughs> um, Ferret. What would you say, Fuzz? A rabbit. This is the closest. Well, ferret's pretty close too, right? A ferret could be. What about birds? Is that yeah, close? I mean, no. <laughs> I mean birds, you could have yeah. made more of a mistake. Use <laughs> it for your your next thirty seconds. <laughs> That's an idea. Oh, that was that was got aggressive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that it's got fucking aggressive. This is hanging over him yeah. right yeah. forever. You can't understand. This. He couldn't be more successful than he is this moment. This is it. This is it. This is it. And now it's floating in space. It's floating in space. Like the stink I just laid on. Yeah. That's going to be out there now forever. Jeez. Is the name of this album going to be Space Sounds? Did you really it name is it? Space Sounds. <laughs> it's uh, it's just going to be the sounds of space. The whole album is that. It's just those sounds. But they, yeah. they, 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 let me get back to this. It's like well sounds. They made it so that we could hear it because there is no sound. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, I don't know if I watched the video enough to even be answering all these <laughs> In questions. In space, no uh, one can hear but you yes, scream. You can. Has anyone really so. tried? Yeah, somebody stuck their head out before. Yeah. Of, don't you just uh, died? Like a spaceship nothing and yelled and that guy died, right? so we still no, don't know. they have microphones and stuff that they set up there a long time ago. Just to see, can we hear anything out there? And that's why they're saying Star Wars is always bullshit, because you can say explosion. Jeffrey, I just had the weirdest thing. Don't move at all. <laughs> you look just like Richie Belzer to me right now. You serious? Right? I've never seen that before in you, but something about the way you're standing right now, you could pass for Richie Belzer. Take a picture. I'm going to take a yeah, picture. Yeah, come over here behind me. I won't me. move. I won't move at all just like get this. the bells picks oh bells are you looking less like it don't be happy because bells is never happy <laughs> yeah be like thinking of something really funny space, yeah the silence of space i'm not I haven't moved I don't, I don't. think about calling people no. babe babe yeah <laughs> <laughs> hand me a dog <laughs> hand me a dog that'll do it <laughs> he's never out without his dog he had that tiny little dog, and I saw him. Always, baby. There was at a at a party um, at the Hard Rock, and he just let his dog run around without a leash, and was running through people. And when he was with Jerry Lewis, he gave Jerry his dog to hold. <laughs> he never is without his dog. He, he goes, goes on here, stage with his dog. <laughs> he's just like, you know, he's amazing with his dog. I just realized I don't even have Jenny Hood's uh, thing. I thought I did. 
Things have changed in a big, big way for me. So do you have any friends or do you just know people? No, I don't have any <laughs> friends. I refuse to have friends. Your phone, you, if you have no contacts in your phone, you yeah. scrolling <laughs> this thing. That's weird. I thought it was going to do someone. Zero contacts um, in your phone. Here's uh, Billy in Ohio. Go ahead, Billy. Space sounds. That that's space. space. That's what it... It's space sounds. And harmonica. Wait, I think I can... I think space is trying to communicate with us. There's a harmonica in there somewhere. Dan in New York, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, what's up? Uh, Fezzy. Yes. Are you there? Uh-huh. Hey, uh, what's up with those comics yesterday? They're, like, new in the business, and they're talking shit to you. Like, they're acting all... I don't know, acting disgusted. I thought you were going to blast them. I mean, you, I, you know, I, I weirded them out and I didn't realize I did, but they were, by the time they left, they were looking at me like I was a zoo animal. Why did they wait that long to look at you like that? I had a little bit of a problem where my head was bleeding in front of them. Oh. Yeah, Fez has, um, what do you, you pick your scalp too much, right? Yeah, it's an OCD where I start digging at my scalp, and next thing you know, I've gone too far, mm. and I've sprung a leak. <laughs> so he had blood running down his head, and wow. these young comedians that are going to be in that that comedy contest. Oh, okay. New York's Funniest yeah. on Saturday at Caroline's at they 4. They uh, freaked out by Fez. Hmm. You think they'll still be able to perform? I don't know. You might have to cancel the yeah, show? We might have to get all new comedians. Oh, geez. By the way, I've been noticing something about this comedy contest. Yeah. No blacks. Really? I don't know whether wow. I want to go out there's Wait, does it say the white comedy contest? Well, because all the black comics are famous already. I think that's, See, that's, that's probably true. <laughs> there's no new black comics. The only ones struggling are the white comics. <laughs> <laughs> struggling to be black. That's right. Yeah. If they would have been black, they would have made best. it ten years ago. They could have made it a long yeah, time be, ago. I wouldn't have even. I would be with Peter, Paul, and Mary. Right. Yeah. I would be the new Mary. <laughs> Peter and Paul were down there. I uh, could see you in a blonde wig, mate. Did, now, uh, I heard them doing um, This Land is Your Land or whatever they were doing, If I Had a Hammer. Yeah. But they did Puff the Magic Dragon? Yes. That was yeah, that's song. when I walked yeah. in. There. That was weird, yeah, right? Yeah, right? To yeah. see the people who did that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would blow my and mind. there were like a lot of old hippies in the audience, like yeah. swaying. Yeah, Ed you know, Stone. you hardly find anybody swaying anymore. It's an old time. Look, thing. I was in here about two years ago. I probably shouldn't even tell this. I'm telling this. Yeah. One of those, I don't know if it was Peter or Paul. So we get up and we're introduced in a with a girl at the time, and we're introduced, and we're like, "Ah, oh, that's great. Nice to see you." You know, the guy from from the old rock channel or whatever introduced us. And then he grabs this girl by the side and starts singing Puff the Magic no. Dragon in her ear <laughs> as a way to try to... <laughs> to come on to her? I felt like it was. Really? That's a... And I felt myself like, I'm going to knock out the guy who wrote fucking Puff the Magic Dragon wow. in a second. How, uh, how far into the song did he get? Yeah, is it like a four-minute like yeah, song? Yeah, I mean, I think he spent eight and a half he minutes on it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I yelled and that was when he said, he enough is enough. He quietly until he's done. He's like, enough is enough, right? Yeah. Sir. If he had just done the intro, <laughs> you would you have done like three verses. Picture? Yeah. No? Yeah. He does? Did you I, show it to him? I, I didn't. I just posted it on Twitter. So Why would you just immediately post it on Twitter? That's just how I roll. Yeah, but that's... He looks handsome. He's happy. You love being on Twitter, right? He loves Twitter. <laughs> Jeffrey's got a real problem with his photo being taken. Do you? No, I don't. That, what? Really? I'm, I deleted it. I was being ironic. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> or sarcastic. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's been so long since you've made a joke that everybody gets confused. 
Oh, okay. Does it look like Belzer at LTL? You know what? In some weird way, I mean, he has very short gray hair, and right. it's very different. But in some weird no, I was way, looking I can at your see. Face. Yeah, I can see and something. Let me say, yeah. uh, see if in some you know, weird, some weird way. That. Yeah, I think that been the way that you were standing. Maybe the way I was holding my face, yeah. kind of like Jack Benny used to do. Yeah, because Bell's does those kind of things. I'm like thanking. Putting his yeah. <laughs> you don't, you want to look? I'm sorry. Uh, sure. Yeah. You, yeah. Should, yeah. you should look at it. Why yeah. do you plug Nate? You get a Bell's vibe. Give him a couple plugs before the end of the show today, too, because he's a great comic. Okay. The 2014 New York Comedy Festival. Happening tonight as part of the New York Comedy Festival, it's Nate Bergazzi performing live at UCB East. That show is at 10.30 p.m. You can go to nycomedyfestival.com for tickets and at Nate Bergazzi on Twitter. Um... No, you were at the big red carpet last night. Who did you meet, Jeffrey? Wow, well, it was amazing. Uh, you know, David Steinberg was one of the co-chairs. David Steinberg! Yeah, and he came out first with his wife, Robin, and that was so nice. Oh, I, I love hadn't her. seen him in a while. Yeah, they're a great couple and so friendly and gracious. They were like the first... Well, Caroline came out first and did the red carpet, and that was nice. And I got a nice little interview with her to add to my collection of hers. I always make her talk, and she's great. She looked fantastic. And then, um, who was that? Larry David actually came out and did the red wow. carpet. I couldn't believe it. It was very... You didn't expect that, yeah. huh? No. Nah, I, I mean, they said he was going to, but as time went on, you know, it's hard with a red carpet. There's a lot of waiting in between. It depends on when people get there, when they decide to come out, you know. And then he, and he came out while Amy Schumer was still on the red carpet. So it was very tense because I really wanted to talk to Amy. And then Larry came out, which is so rare. And I got to talk to both of them. And... Uh, um, so I had a nice ending. And Susie Essman, of course, our friend Susie Essman. Love her. Was so great. And she was talking about her new haircut and how her husband Jimmy hates it, but he couldn't come out and say it. So he just said to her, you know, he had a friend who cut his hair, her hair short, and now her face looks really fat. <laughs> and she's like, fuck you. If you don't like my hair, just say it. You know? It was a very passive-aggressive statement. Can you imagine if you were married to Susie Essman and she got pissed at you? No. And you just had to live like Garland for a couple minutes uh, you'd until like she shrink. was done? Your testicles would go back up into your abdomen. She's like... You know, is that where they come from? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I just I don't know stuff. <laughs> Abdomen seems a little high. <laughs> that seems a little really? high. A little high. <laughs> yeah. Well, wherever they come from, that's where they would go. Do you know she, that there's no sound in your testicles? <laughs> can uh, uh, unless yeah, you're in the you. ocean. Sure. Underwater. If you hold them to yeah. your ear, you can hear the ocean. The sound. <laughs> of, Those of are some sperm. long balls. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so it was smoking? a big, exciting night for you. It, it was a big night. Not just not for me. Did anybody not talk to you? Um, did someone say no? I don't want to talk to that man. No, no, nobody okay. did that. Uh, Jerry didn't do the red carpet. He mostly doesn't. Why not, Jerry? I don't know. I guess he doesn't like those. Well, kind you got to come in through the kitchen still. I mean, that's your thing. You got to, you know what I mean? I'm too big to walk down the red carpet. He was very funny on the show. He did the longest set. Seth was the host. Seth yeah. Myers was the host, and he came over. He was detained because he was taping his show, and he came in. And even though he, they were just about to start the show, he was still very gracious and did the red carpet. Really nice. And he was there with his wife, Alexi. And uh, just, it was funny. They opened with a, a video from Julia. How did she say it? Louis Dreyfus? Yeah. yeah. I thought it was, uh, I thought you said they opened with a video from Judah Freelander. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the champion. The world champion. The world champion. 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 Yeah. What's up there with a red carpet? 
Who's that guy on the red carpet? Maybe that's why he wouldn't go. Maybe he pulled up, you know. Maybe he was with a comedian having coffee, and he saw you there, <laughs> Jeffrey, and wouldn't get ne- wouldn't get out. Who, Judah? Oh, yeah, Jerry. Ju- yeah, yeah oh, it would have been Judah. Judah. That's, that's who <laughs> does that show now. And Amy Schumer was wonderful. She was great. She well, was she was so humble. She was like, "What am I doing on this?" Uh, you know, you've arrived, honey. Yeah, really. You're She's there. doing Carnegie yeah. Hall Friday night. I think it's pretty big. It's gigantic. She practiced, practiced. It's unbelievable. Practiced. I get where you're going with that, like the old that's joke, a, right? Yeah. Right. And her sister was there, and she brought her on the red carpet with her. It was very nice. I it think that if event. you were playing. Carnegie Hall, the best thing to do was yell, fuck this place, then shit on the stage. And then, like, they would always bring you up. Everyone's always loved playing this room except for one person who went nuts here and shit on the stage. Have you tried that ever? No, but I just, I'm saving it for a Carnegie Hall. I don't want to do it anywhere. Yeah, not just anywhere. No, it's a small room. You need a big venue for that. Yeah, for sure. Because if Carnegie Hall got window that you did it earlier, they're not going to let you. Yeah, right. I mean, if they know that's your act, like, we're going to book him but sometimes he shits on the stage just, I, I gotta tell you guys yeah. before he gets here but sometimes <laughs> just put some it, plastic down guys yeah. it sounds like it belongs in the aristocrats that's true <laughs> that's that was part of their act that people love it yeah people love it people, people went crazy. love it oh, they're they not gonna forget it. it yeah they're not they're going never to forget gonna forget it. that they're for gonna sure. say like with their grandchildren you know i saw a show years ago and this is true. Gather around. Guy came out. And this is Carnegie Hall, by right. the way. <laughs> yeah. Did I tell you it's Carnegie Hall? <laughs> Before Twitter, even. Yeah. Can you yeah. Open with it. He opened with it. He <laughs> opened with it. Yeah. yeah. And then the, the next. How do you follow that? Well, the That's next the 45 thing. minutes, he did airplane jokes, you yeah. know? Was you cleaning have to. It, people cleaning it up. <laughs> like, like, yeah. They're coming out, yeah. scrubbing yeah. it. Yeah. <clears throat> That, here's the thing. If you could get the crowd back by f- f- after that, you'd be the greatest comedian that ever lived. Yeah, you might oh, need more absolutely. than 45 minutes. You don't need. Uh, <laughs> you have to individually go talk to people and like. <laughs> Folks, don't leave, please. On, Give guys. me an opportunity. Guys. Look, that opening isn't for everyone. I, I took a chance. You know, see me. It felt like this. You're the crowd that does something. Like you know, I, thought, I misread yeah. you guys. This is my first time playing here. I honestly <laughs> just thought of it in the cab on the way well, over. You have to Appreciate yeah. the you know, creativity. Yeah, of I'm something trying to make like an that. impact. Right, exactly. Did you see I had corn? Oh, hey, right. It was like. I went, it was, yeah, she there went was a too line far. on this one? Yeah. Ron, it was like that naked show that I went to. That Uh-oh. could have happened there. Wh- who? Now, you went. The, this You've heard about <laughs> the naked show, right? Yeah. And then this makes it even creepier for me. He said that one of the people that up there was your old assistant. Who was like? Well, I didn't go for that reason. Sure. It's Corinne Fisher. She's a very funny oh, comic. Wow. That's why you went. No, no, I went because <laughs> I wanted to see if it was real or not. If people right. had the courage, the, the nerve to actually go Did up on stage at her and naked be naked. Body? No, no, I, I looked away. You looked above out of her head. You hear a picture. The out shutter of, goes out of, off. Out of respect. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, they made an announcement. No, no comments and no photos. You know, What's the point? And, and people were pretty respectful. What of do you that. mean? I didn't no see anybody. comments. No, no yelling out shit about people because people nice cans. comedians are not in the best shape, and so it really was a very courageous. <laughs> they announced that at the beginning, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. We're not looking at athletes here. Yeah, exactly. These are, they didn't have to. They sanitary have to. people. Yeah. About yeah. Eight comedians. <laughs> These are people who lay in hotel rooms twenty-three hours in a day, fucking Twinkies. Yeah, waiting to go on stage. So there was like eight comics came out, approximately seven or eight comics, and they were fully dressed, and then they made this announcement that. 
that out of respect to the comedians, don't yell out any shit to them. And don't take pictures. Yeah. That's like not a lot to ask. And they took away all the chairs because the place was packed. Cause For I the guess first time ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I don't go to Queens. I don't go out there much. Yeah. I know it's a lot of people's favorite place, but it was a crazy show. And then well, they it's said, not deep okay. into Queens, though, right? No, it wasn't Long far. Island Where City, was that? Right? Yeah, Creek. Uh, the Creek in the Cave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's where Colin works out of his stuff. Colin likes no, yeah, it. No, yeah, it's real easy. It's first off off the 7 train. I'm just trying to. Where are you going, Fez? You mad about something? No, I think I'm bleeding again. Oh, oh. God, it's disgusting. Triage. How many shows you ever I handled it like a veteran comic, though. Like, if the host just gets up and leaves. <laughs> well, uh, well his because they're bleeding. bleeding. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you've never seen Johnny <laughs> Carson do that back in the Say, day. Pardon guys. me, I think I'm bleeding. Just, you guys keep talking without me. Ed, My scalp Ed is bleeding. Man just starts, like, <laughs> he just starts getting yeah. up slowly yeah. off the camera. <laughs> just, yeah. I never saw Johnny, but Ed McMahon did that a lot. He would Ed, leave? And use the, exp- use the excuse because he was bleeding. Well, Ed, one time I was watching the show, started bleeding from all of his orifices. orifices. <laughs> from the yeah, eyes. Yeah. Especially. Had a very difficult problem with alcohol. Ed did? Yeah. Blamed it on Ebola, though. Loved drinking. Ed loved it? Loved, loved it. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Most of the time he was drunk for almost every Tonight Show. <laughs> they would just hear you know what I mean like you just yell shit that out sound came from, hey yeah. oh. do you I mean what what age do you think day drinking now looks bad you know what uh, I mean my age yeah <laughs> there, there becomes a certain age where I mean you could always drink at night but I think if you look over and you see a couple guys getting hammered in the afternoon yeah. you're like they've outgrown that unless you're at the airport airport Everything is off the table. It's, it's, just it's, drink it's, at seven thirty in the morning. It's like yeah. Space. yeah. Right. Very. No one gets upset. No. You see, no. Uh, wait, in the airport, you see day drinking and adults running. <laughs> it's like two things you just never, that never yeah, you see. Yeah, true. And there, it's allowed. No one questions it. It's acceptable. Yeah. And it's expected. But yeah, people can say uh, I'm going on a plane at seven thirty in the morning. I'm going to do some shots. Yeah, a beer and a shot. Absolutely. Yeah. And just yeah, and yeah, I feel a little, you know, flying makes me nervous. This guy flies every day. Yeah, flying he flies makes me every nervous. day. Yeah. And I brought this up on the show before, and some people have disagreed with it. But I found that there's a write up that is true. People are more likely to drink tomato juice on a plane than anywhere else. I drink the Bloody Mary mix. The Bloody Marys get drunk. Every time I'm on a plane, I just smell Bloody Mary yeah. the whole time. But you don't mean yeah. plain tomato juice. You mean mixed with vodka, yeah. right? Okay. I've done it without I just it with Bloody that. Mary I mix. Love, I, love, I love tomato juice. Really? But most times you'll go out to a restaurant right. or, or even breakfast, and you won't see people drinking tomato juice. And there's uh, there's... Stuff that says because your taste buds, you need something a little spicy when you're on a, a plane because your taste buds have numbed a little bit from being on the plane. Right. But I will tell you this: if you're watching the movie on a plane, mm-hmm. you're also more la- likely to tear up or laugh really hard on a plane. I cried during draft day just recently. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, there he is. Just losing You just got drafted. You just got drafted. It's exciting. You just got drafted. Yeah. Couldn't but handle it. it's true. It. I could have handled it down here. <laughs> yeah. 
But up there, but up there, I was. All bets are off. I was a baby. He's taking care of those nephews of his because his sister died. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get a couple Bloody Marys over here <laughs> quickly? <laughs> but uh, also the same way, you should premiere your special on a plane because people fucking yeah. laugh hard. Yeah. I've been on planes where they don't do it as much now. But remember, you used to just watch the thing, right. and everybody, and everybody would be laughing, and and it would be shitty movies. But one time, they they did the King of Queens. They were showing that, and me and a guy on the other side of the aisle high five. Like I can't fucking believe how good this is. And I think it's like you're a little high up there. Yeah. You know, Kevin so maybe James they should try doing stand up comedy on a plane. Um, somebody was doing it before. I think Virgin Air oh, really? was doing it I before. That'd be a weird gig. Yeah. Together. Can you and imagine Nate good, walking down the aisle? By everybody, <laughs> yeah, walking excuse down the me, aisle. in the middle seat, halfway back. <laughs> uh, yeah. And they go, ew, this yeah. guy. Really excuse me, I just got to d- sit right there. I'm surprised. I thought my airplane material would have went better. <laughs> but uh, I got into crashing and no one wanted to hear it. <laughs> oh, I guess it's just a bit much. <laughs> so it was too do, heavy. You, do you hate it if people will bring up about crashing when you're in a plane? I don't, Who uh, does that anyway? You know, I yeah. I've never been on a plane. I've, sat, I've sat, through, sat next really? to so many people who have. Who will bring they up? They actually spoke like, about it, or they just like nervous. Do you ever look and uh, when you get on the plane, and you feel like we got you got just a perfect mix of people. You're like, this plane could go down because it looks like we. Yeah. This is like a great plane to go down. <laughs> the press like, would love this. Yeah, yeah, right. we, we got just enough families. We got just <laughs> enough. Yeah. You know, I've gotten on planes before and thought I saw everyone else wearing a death mask. You know what I mean? They just look like. Dead people, soulless dead people. <laughs> I didn't even think that we we're gonna go. This will go down, and that'll be it. But then sometimes, haven't you seen like a baby cry? I feel like that baby understands. He knows something. something. Yeah. yeah, it's like and say like anything. Dog. Yeah. Or if they if if the you take really the bump smart. thing to take the next plane, you'll just be like, "What if I just got off the plane? That would have been the safe plane. And <laughs> yeah. I'm so fucking greedy that I'm on the on I'll the check death it. Do you ever yeah. check it when you? I mean, I, I'd check it. I'd probably hear about it if it would. I could also just wait. Just so, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, I'm like, I want to see yeah. how that other plane did. And nothing's like, I bet the news is going to cover that story if it You'll goes down. Okay. Yeah. You're, You're find out about it. You're going to hear yeah. about it. Like the 9-11 people to, like now, because of Twitter and everything, yeah. they would know, hey, by the way, while you're up there, they're running planes in the buildings. Yeah. Uh, Can you imagine if you heard that and you're flying mm-hmm. anywhere? And you're you like, gotta get what? that high five guy you high five yeah. with, and you help me. <laughs> but you can't uh, get a message while you're on a plane. I don't know if they're changing. People leave their phones on. People leave their. I had they a lady do. check her phone yesterday, and it, it annoys me. Because first of all, it doesn't work. Right. Yeah, you can't. Use you're way up. There. But you can be on your computer, and you can get a all the time. Well, if you have a signal, if you have Wi-Fi, but supposedly your phone. But that's a message. Your phone's not gonna work. You get the so internet, you, tweet, you get emails. Like a, yeah, you so, can. So then why can't you? So why couldn't you tweet? Like, you no, can tweet. Going you down, can. You, you can tweet to somebody. Yes. Why yeah, because remember the Louis had tweeted all of that shit on a plane. On a plane yeah. Yeah. And it oh, really? seemed like he was drinking a little bit. Yeah. And he was just tweeting this crazy shit. What about Sarah Palin, I think. Yeah, something. By yeah. the time that he had landed in L.A., <laughs> oh, yeah. it had blown off everywhere. And like papers were covering it. And you could tell by reading the tweets, he was a little buzzed, probably a little nervous, and trying to take his mind off of it. You know? Maybe that was what happened with Artie Lang. On Artie, yeah, I don't know what happened with him. Did you see his stuff yesterday? No, he what was happened? tweeting about some girl on TV, and uh, everyone got angry with him. 
Really? What did he tweet about? Do uh, well, uh, you want to just read some I'll of the grab, tweets yeah, and grab. see if... Because you're a person, Jeffrey. You know whether something went too far or not Is far offensive enough. or not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're a I know where to draw the line. Is that <laughs> you're a human being. Yeah, you are. Yeah. You're, you're the moral code. No matter what you they say. Blood. Yeah. Right, this is how it started. Right. The chick on ESPN's first take is so fucking hot. Trying to maintain erection and jerk off the chick on first take, but they keep cutting back to Stephen A. Smith and the white guy. Frustrating. I want the chick on first take to laugh at my white dick. <laughs> Here's the scenario I'm going to jerk off to. On first take, I'm Thomas Jefferson and she's my slave. She beats the shit out of me and, that, and runs free. <laughs> then I come and she's free. The happiest ending ever. Then as reparations, I make Skip Bayless my slave. You know what? It, uh, well, that was under 140 yeah. characters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> What's weird is, is the way Jeffrey spends his weekends. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, it's like, wow. He goes where it gets. I think uh, <laughs> the problem too is when he at, when he adds her. When he does like that, so, <laughs> right, like, that's like you're like that's I good. honestly it's it's a, a fi- it's almost fine until then once you bring her yeah. once you're like trying to get her attention right. then it gets a little uncomfortable. But if you're just you know I think if he does it without doing that I don't know if it's it would have been a well but that's yeah. going more towards right. your it's followers like once you add her then you're then you're right. adding like you're just, just it yeah, up to yeah. everybody yeah. I think the app makes it more uncomfortable, and I also think an apology makes it worse, or even an explanation. You, you should can't just, explain that. Yeah, there's no explanation. The, the only thing yeah. that you can say is my nephew was using my Twitter. Exactly. That's only my drunk That's nephew yeah. got to my Twitter. With all Big the people that have gotten in trouble in Twitter, though, I don't know why anybody takes a chance on that at all, unless they just don't mind having problems with it. It's a good point. Everyone gets in trouble on Twitter. Everybody. Yeah. Every- I've heard of some people here. Some people in this building. Was. Mm. Was. Miss them. Yeah. The 2014 New York Comedy Festival. Nate Bargatze's in studio. He'll be performing tonight at UCB East at 10.30 p.m. It's all part of the New York Comedy Festival. Go to nycomedyfestival.com for tickets. It's through at Nate Bargatze. And Jeffrey Gurian's here. He'll be performing at the Looney Bin on Staten Island. That's Saturday, November 22nd at 8.30 p.m. Call to make reservations at 718-370-6151. The uh, Nate's uh, show is already up on the interrobang.com as one of the recommended shows because, as I said, this is all people are talking about right here. Nate is the conversation wherever you go. So, Nate, can you do anything that you did on your special or do you have to do... Oh, it's going to be... No. By the way, it will be all that I just taped on my special. Because that was like October 14th. Yeah, it was was so recent. No. Well, there will be a new 30 seconds. I think you're going to get that 30 seconds. (laughs) And uh, I think you guys will tell. And the space stuff. And see, we're we're mixing the space stuff. This will be your opportunity to hear it before it makes TV. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Is it you're watching on TV, Fridays. then you're going to come see yeah. it again when I haven't, when I just keep doing this. Mm. <laughs> I was there for the taping. It was good. And then actually next year, reshoot the same special. Same special. Different, different place, maybe. Different place, different clothes. And then, place. Yes. And then Reimagined. A, and then do a completely yeah. silent version. Or yeah. I'll do the greatest, uh, best hits from the special, which is just exactly what was aired. Or just have dogs in the audience. It's no one but yeah, dogs. Can, and you're just sat there. Wasn't that yeah, Steve? Did Steve Martin do that? No, no. Uh, 
Steve Martin on did. SNL or something like uh, I don't know I could be making that stuff I could be making it's that space sounds things up maybe it was Dean Martin then, yeah. we don't know <laughs> yeah. at this point we don't know we don't yeah. but uh, the fact that, that you confirmed. feel something about it makes me feel like you're on the right track yeah you know? yeah <laughs> um, so did that offend you what, what you read there uh, was right. No, I just always wonder why people take a chance and put something out on Twitter. Every day you read about somebody getting in trouble on Twitter. It's a dangerous medium to use, and it's like you know, look, I, any know, social it, media it, it is dangerous. Offend me? I don't see you know. You thought but it was it's cool. The, it's the choice. <laughs> it's, the cho- it's the choice that I wonder about. Why people put themselves in that position to even give somebody the option of saying that's fucked up? Because we have to feel connected all the time. You have no, to comics, feel some, some comics like living like on the edge. They just like to do edgy stuff. Yeah. Do you do stuff like that? You tweet no. anything? He likes to live in the middle. I live right know? in the middle. Just yeah. plain. Just not Tense exciting. Yeah. Takes him a while even to roll over the edge. Yeah. Vanilla Lousy ice cream. will fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not even near the edge. Yeah. yeah. I'm just it would take us a minute to get there. But that happened. But so it even happens with some people that just say something that's political. Now, if yeah. you say oh, something you that's political, so like one of the worst things you could do is like say, "Oh, vote for Hillary Clinton," because then half the people are going to hate you. Exactly. Or and then if you say vote against Hillary Clinton, half the people are going to hate they you. They always tell you the two things you can't talk about in polite conversation are religion and politics. <laughs> See, I always heard miscarriages and diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) Which can sometimes be the same thing. That's the crowd that you come from. Yeah, right. I can't. Those were big topics. Do me a favor, pull this, because I never make him laugh. So the fact that Jeffrey (laughs) laughed, that's a big day for me. 250. <laughs> At the market time. This is what your Miss job is like. <laughs> Pull Jeffrey Gurian laughing. <laughs> well, you must hate just waking up in the morning. No, it's oh, fun. God. It's fun. It's all digital. Can't believe this is the stupid shit I have to do. It's great. <laughs> It is funny that it's all digital, and then we'll go, can we tape that? And it's just not true. We're not taping anything. It's on a hard drive. I don't even know where the hard drive would be. It's I don't even think there server. is a hard drive. I think it's on a cloud. It's cloudy. Is a cloud a hard drive? It's Technically, a there's servers... But the the cloud is actually just giant warehouses full of hard drives. That's what the cloud technically is. Is that yeah. what all those servers that we see when That's we... That's some of them. But there's ones down in D.C. that are just blow that room away, which is like gigantic. Ooh. Nate, are you a tech guy? You understand no. that shit? No, I don't understand. No, I don't. I mean, I know the cloud. I thought that was the iPhone. Mm. Yeah, that's I all. Didn't know, that's I didn't it, know. Yeah, it's so conceptual. Had a cloud. Yeah, Sirius has a cloud. Huh. It's a serious cloud. Yeah, we've been putting all of our naked pictures on there. I hope they're fine. <laughs> yeah, right. I hope they don't get out. No, they're at all. totally <laughs> safe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a bunch of pictures. Who could of me, ever tap me and Chris that? just sitting naked it's together. <laughs> This is going to be great. No one will ever see it but us. <laughs> That's stuff we like to look at. <laughs> the banners held yeah. up. You and Chris, yeah, you and Chris in a tub. Yeah, it's just uh, two buddies and their penises, we call it. It's just something we do. It's, fr- it's a private. On your, on your downtime. It's something. The next yeah. Unmasked is announced uh, for next week, Chris. Next week, Wednesday. November 12th with Ron White. That's happening here at the Sirius XM nice, Studios. Huh? Cool. Over here, up here? Yeah, we're going to do it up here. Oh, nice. At 6 p.m., so it's a nighttime one. Yeah. Right. Little cocktails. Great. That should so be I think we can fun. probably smoke cigars at that. I have a feeling you could. Yeah. So go to theinterrobank.com to get tickets right there on the front page. Yeah, Ron White, that's a big one, man. Yeah, that'll be great. You're, you're a big fan of his work. Uh, 
I haven't seen him in a long time. Yeah, yeah. I like that. You know when I saw him last at, at Just for Laughs in Montreal? He was on yeah. the show with George Wallace. Yeah, everybody was George talking Wallace about that show, too. Pardon me? Everybody was talking about that show and how happy they were Ron came up for that. Yeah, it was a big show, and people were very excited to see him. It was great. Um, so that'll be cool. Why don't you plug Nate's gig, too, instead of just sitting there all the time, Chris? And <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we just had Fez there before. Fez was doing so great till his head started bleeding again. Yeah, that's I, maybe it was... You know, here's the whole thing. He's going to be out of the NFL if we can't fix this. <laughs> <laughs> Nate Bargatze, he's going to be performing tonight at the UCB East. That's at 10.30 p.m. You can go to the nycomedyfestival.com to get tickets. And then Jeffrey Gurian, go check him out at comedymatterstv.com and subscribe to his YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Gurian News Network. But you got a lot of stuff going on, Jeffrey. A lot of stuff. Got a lot of editing to do. Are you? Did you learn how to edit? I know that. No, I started a little bit. It's really hard, man. Yeah, it's really hard. The Final Cut Pro. Yeah, I just want to know how, just for myself, you know. Mm -hmm. But you know, I leave the rest of that to my editor. They, you do know. you do the editing uh, with the Final Cut Pro also, Chris? I've used Final Cut Pro before. Yeah, it's quite tough. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's a, it's a real learning curve, man. You have to really work at it and then you put transitions in, and I mean, it's a whole thing. Look, let me tell you, and this is true about Fez. I started with back in the 1980s, and Fez was our producer. Yeah, he's an expert at Final Cut Pro? This is before yeah. there was such a thing. Yeah. He used to cut tape oh, the during oh, yeah. the show with a razor, and tie it back it? to splice it <laughs> for our phone calls. Like if wow. you had to take Falk out or something like that, or we, we would do stuff and be like, uh, yeah, the first call was good, the fourth one and the sixth one. And then he would have to go out and cut. These things, that's huge. Yeah, that it was crazy used to, be able to do that. And that, then we would scream, "How come you're so slow?" We would actually say, <laughs> Are you "You're the worst person ever to be that slow." Yeah, because we didn't have any idea ourselves. You have to cut and it was the '80s. Everybody was very high. Very, you know, it was very edgy. Okay. Yeah, a lot of cocaine back then. A lot of cocaine. Um, but you know, everybody has a bad, you know, two and a half decades that they have to just with big hair. You know, I give everybody twenty five years before they get themselves straightened out. You know, please come on. Yeah, Chris, you're still in the middle of your. <laughs> like, he's, yeah. he's just perfecting it. Yeah, yeah, I'm on a roll. I feel like. But every day is a struggle for you, right? With your chemical dependency. Well, you know, who wants okay. to have a beer in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but not because they're shaking. <laughs> That's when it's bad. Yeah. Tastes good. Still smoking those pills? He does. He smokes pills. pills Look, does, yeah. He's vaping. <laughs> well, you said he. You now think that because people send him marijuana. Oh, really? Listeners oh, yeah. send him marijuana. Growers, mm -hmm. so they send him a great bit. They, and, they just mail it. Yeah, they mail it. And then he advertises it on the air. Uh, I don't advertise anything. I don't know what Ron's talking about. <laughs> but you think that the mail room is stealing from you? I feel like the mail room here is their hand. They're getting a little grabby. You know what I'm saying? Because people have called in saying. Oh, packages are going to come under you. You got to put it under a different name, idiot. Yeah, put it Fuck under my name. Idea. You know what Pepper name Hicks. I used to put everything under back in those days? Leave on Helm. Great. Whenever you wanted to send something to me, <laughs> you would send it to Leave on Helm, and then I would get it. You know, I get it from my man down in fucking Miami, right? So I would be like, I'd take it and I'd put it somewhere in the office and just stare at the door. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Waiting for the door to be kicked in, and I'm like, okay. Two hours went by, and I get out, look out the window. My fucking paranoia was, and I saw like uh, two kids outside playing kickball, and I go like that. Is that fucking midgets, like FBI <laughs> midgets out there? <laughs> 
Because it's yeah, fucking yeah, great if they are. There's a lot of midgets in the yeah. FBI. <laughs> I go, if that's what they're working with now, FBI midgets, they're fucking good. I deserve to be busted. <laughs> I don't know why anyone wants and then to... And you, you confess to those two kids. Yeah. You, got, <laughs> you, you guys, you got me. You did it. You did you it, You did it. You did it. Yeah. What do I do? Get in the back of this wagon? You take me away? <laughs> you fucking brilliant bastards. <laughs> Mommy! <laughs> Now, see, you turn it into a kid-touching thing right away, and that's bad. <laughs> I didn't mean you didn't Nothing sexual. Pet. Yeah, I did. But nothing that I didn't, I didn't think anyone knew. I thought that was Chris Stanley. That's his own that's no, no, there's nothing to do with pedophilia here. But I'm saying, if you are, we're like, this is a safe place where you accept it. Just don't. A pedophile's you know, accepted here? You and Stephen Collins. It's no worse than being gay. You know that's a good mean? point, actually. <laughs> 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 to me, it's all choices. Yes, it's all choices they make. Seems like the same thing. Yeah. You know, I don't see the difference. I mean, once you're going to cross that line, what do I care about age? You know? Oh, God. Jeffrey, you always got a uh, like a hot black chick with you, right? Not today. No. no. Today no. you don't. I'm here Nate alone today. I'm, 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 I'm here with yeah. Nate today. Is my... I just see the Miley Cyrus pictures up on the... Yeah, I saw that. Oh, she went with some crazy teeth? Yeah. She had crazy teeth and she's topless. Yeah, so As a, yeah. What's the deal with that? I don't know. I didn't even get to the crazy teeth. I just just take. Is she a man that binds? Like, is she the same person? Is that what's happening? But here's the thing about her, and I'm finding this sexier now. It's like she has like a boy chest, <laughs> and I think I'm at the point where I'm like, Ooh, girls pecs. with boys' chests are kind of sexy. I don't know why. It's a choice. It is a choice, isn't it? It's androgyny. That's what she's kind of becoming androgynous. Is it because she's getting too skinny? I don't know. Does she have breast cancer? <laughs> You should be on that show with Jenny Hutt just saying, women oh, saying yeah. crazy things. Yeah. Does she have breast cancer? Wait, what? And it just goes, who has breast cancer? They all do, I guess, in Hollywood. It's a choice they make to get it. Yeah. You know, we got to, you know, we got to say their choices, that's their choice. You know, we got to back them up a little bit, you know? I mean, you know, what are you going to do? Some people like ham, some people like steak. Enjoy yourself. It's your choice. Go crazy. That's why we got a re- Republicans everywhere now. Because Do you believe that illness can come from emotions? Wow. Like they say, they say that, that cancer sometimes can be from holding in anger for many years. Mm. Does that make sense to you at all? I think cancer, if I'm going to say it, comes from, from laughter and from happiness. Really? That if you're so happy that your guts will start rotting out. <laughs> <That's> a- <laughs> Do you think it comes from emo- like bad emotions is not good for you? Uh, Fez, is, Fez has got eleven stents <laughs> in his heart from multiple heart attacks, and they say it comes from stress. And guess what he worries about? Heart attacks. Heart. Well, a lot, a, a lot of uh, phobic people come down with the illnesses that they're afraid that they're going to get. Yeah, There's, there was a um, famous scientist. I'm live forever. Pardon me? I'm petrified. I'm going to live forever. They really? I don't think you had to worry about it. No, me neither. <laughs> There was a book, I'm sorry. There was a book called Molecules of Emotion written yeah. by a, a famous scientist named Candace Pert. Um, and she, Candace, she that's proved, a woman. Yeah, can, yeah. scientist. Uh, a very oh, rare, shit. a very a woman scientist who had her own laboratory, I believe, in Washington. Lab very famous. Yeah. One of the very few women scientists, and she wrote this book, The Molecules of Emotion, who proved on the DNA that that uh, every thought you have creates chemicals in your body. And so if you think positively, you create endorphins. And if you think negatively, you create chemicals that will make you ill. I keep thinking about chlorine. And well, I can that's swim only in when any you're pool. swimming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this woman said, whatever you think of, 
their the physical body thing happens. Yeah, and it creates Your husband the chemistry was just to like, go with that. She didn't tell me this stuff. <laughs> this is what she always says. Yeah. Just write it down. And for that's why else. you have to take the trash out. <laughs> right. like, oh, so her okay. husband was like, God, it's great. We got anything yeah. for dinner tonight? Yeah, or exactly. Mother and pizza sure. again. I'm in the lab. <laughs> <laughs> One more. Is it pizza again? Yeah. House is pizza cause cancer? Because I've been eating it a lot. Maybe you can. Just get in the fucking kitchen. Nate, that doesn't sound like the first time you've been mean to a woman. That came so naturally to you. It goes just, you know. That sarcasm is right there. Yeah. And she's all, yeah. I'm very comfortable with it. Yeah. So they do it in Tennessee, right? You know? Well, you, so you believe this, uh, Jeffrey? It makes sense, man. It makes sense. You know, like I said, I'm. It was proven, so why would I, I believe I never know it? when people say something's proven because a book said it. Well, they, I mean, they had I, scientific I, proof. I don't know. You know. Yeah, I mean, at some point, I, I would need to see the actual things that You'd want a people. man scientist I mean, to yeah, look at it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that asking too much? Let's confirm. Bring a microscope and take <laughs> right. blood from everyone here yeah. and have them think of shit. But here's what I'm trying to say to you. Works. I mean, people are actually working on... You know, curing cancer. Right. But this woman goes off on another thing and starts, you're like, all right, that's all great. But when we have time, you know, when we get rid of all the diseases, you know, when Ebola doesn't exist, then go off and write your crazy fucking paper. But right now, let's get your head together. Cancer. <laughs> get your head in the game. <laughs> Pay attention, lady. Jesus. They don't believe in Jesus. They think Jesus was a monkey, I guess. The scientists. The scientists? That. Yeah, the scientists. I, don't know, the I read a book called approach. Jesus Was a Monkey. Really? <laughs> yeah. Did you read it? Yeah. I found it to be really offensive. You read it or you wrote it? Oh, that's. That's going that over the line. The line. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Every once in a while. Uh, we got to wrap this up. Hey, congratulations to you, hey, buddy. Thank you. Thanks for the guy. Big fan of the show. Well, so look, thanks for having me we'll, in here. We'll have you again, but you'll probably be too big to ever come back. No, I I, I mean, I, look, I'll. Yeah, you'll still all. come back? I think, I, could, I think I'm peaking. So. Okay. You'll always come back? Yeah. Well, if you get bigger, you can come back. That's the way I'm going to do it. I want to put works. something yeah. out there in front of you yeah. that you can live with. All right. <laughs> uh, Chris is going to read right, nice stuff about you and all the great things that you're doing. Oh, really nice stuff. Nate Bargatze is performing tonight at UCB East at 10.30 p.m. That's all part of the New York uh, Comedy Festival. Go to nycomedyfestival.com for tickets to Nate's performance tonight at UCB East. And at Twitter, it's at Nate Bargatze. And Jeffrey Gurian. Jeffrey's performing at the Looney Bin on Staten Island on Saturday, November 22nd at 8.30 p.m. Call the Looney Bin to make reservations at 718-370-6151. Thank you. That's it for us. Uh, if you want to get uh, uh, Unmasked tickets, it's next week. Next week at 6 p.m. Next Wednesday at 6 p.m. for Unmasked with Ron White. Go to the iBang.com to know how to get tickets. Can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be, gonna be great, man. I'm there. Uh, that's the end of my show. Donk. You know what you've been doing? You've been listening to the Ron and Fez Show. It's now over, but don't worry. You can listen again and again on Sirius XM On Demand. Go to SiriusXM.com slash On Demand. Listen to Ron and Fez whenever you want. Go to SiriusXM.com slash On Demand.